There can be no other than this seven burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station.
25. Welcome to Tuesday, October 25, in the year of our Lord 2022. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. This is the City Breakfast Show. Live on your down 97.3 FM. My name is Nathan Kwan, sitting in for Benadavle. Sounds of Joe Metal starting us off with a gun rendition of one of the most powerful psalms ever written. Psalm 121. It's called the Song of Ascent. Starting us off on a Tuesday morning. Obliging us to look up and focus our energies from where our help comes. Our help cometh from the Lord. Many, many thanks for tuning in. You are part of our show. So please have a seat and let's have breakfast. Join us on the number 0549-986-996. On Twitter at City973. Hashtag CityCBS. And you are listening to us live on citynewsroom.com in every corner of the globe. Start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB, who are telling you that the payday plus is alive and kicking and it's just for salary workers whose paycheck comes through ADB. You can access up to 10,000 cities or 80% of your next day monthly salary and there's no interest on repayments within 30 days and your money hits your account the same day. If you are interested, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or now on 0244-284-197. ADB, truly a great and more. And our business sense today comes from Norman Schwarzkopf. Who says leadership is a potent combination of strategy and character, but if you must be without one, be without the strategy. Leadership is a potent mix or combination of strength, 
of strategy and character but if you must be without one be without the strategy so character is key in leadership you need to have the right character because character is one of those things that will last and stand the test of time people will always vouch for your character how do you behave how do you act what are the things you believe in what are your own pillars as a human being Those are the things you get judged on. Yes, the strategy may get you results. But in the end, it's how people perceive you. It's the greatest currency you can have. Like my boss always tells us, credibility is the biggest currency. That's our business sense for the morning brought to us by ADB. ADB truly a great and more. What's up next? The newspaper review. Somebody's crying out for a breakthrough. This is the City Breakfast Show live on your dial 97.3 FM. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. the city breakfast show up next is the newspaper review brought to us by fidelity bank 
Now, Fidelity Bank is bringing you the Sikaboom promo. It's, the, uh, it's one way, but it's a very cool way of earning lots and lots of cash, mola, money. Yeah, so all you have to do is get to a Fidelity Bank branch near you, deposit and maintain 300 CDs or multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. So just get to your Fidelity Bank and do just that. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Now, brushing your kids' teeth can sometimes be difficult. Because I'm sure people can relate. Either in your home or the next door or the neighborhood. There's some child who's always being chased around so he or she will come and brush their teeth. But Samara Company Limited has unlocked the mystery it has discovered the secret they've put out kelp kids toothpaste flavored with strawberry and that's a sure way of getting the kids to brush their teeth it will give, it will give them fresh spread strong teeth healthy gums and all-around wellness it's been approved by the fda so go and grab a lot for your home kelp kids happy smile now total energy is also bringing us a newspaper review they've got the quartz engine oil They've designed it with age-resistance technology, meaning that your car will work well. Now, if you are dealing with mechanical wear, quartz engine oil will fight it up to 74%, even under the most extreme of temperature and pressure. Choosing quartz from Total Energy is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and younger for longer. Let me say good morning to Kokui and Caleb. Hello, welcome to the newspaper review. Good morning, Nathan. Good morning, Kokui. How are you guys doing this morning? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah? A little hungry, yeah, but yeah. Mm. <laughs> Are you doing zero one zero or one zero zero or zero zero one? Because I don't even know which one you're doing. Is, it's uh, like it changes by the day. Uh, yeah. Depending on what's available. So it's like zero point five. So it's zero point five one and zero. Yeah, but then you know you can't jump. So you see if if you get if you have like like you say leftover from last night, it's zero point five. Then one. It's the afternoon, so it's zero point five one zero zero. <laughs> but well, is it? But is it really zero? Is it zero point five in the evening? No, 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 no. It's like zero. Because the leftover from the night before is zero point five. So which so, means that so the leftover from the night before, you, if you have maybe spare change, then you bought food, you know, on your way home. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So, so that was one. No, you don't eat that one. Oh, you leave it. Uh-huh. Hey. You get a little food. You don't eat it, or you eat wow. just a little bit in the evening. Hey. So that in the morning you do zero point five. I tell you, then one. And then <laughs> this is yeah, serious management. management. I'm telling you. <laughs> but you see, in the evening it, it could be maybe zero point three or zero point two because maybe you have some biscuits. Uh-huh. Nathan, <laughs> in the headlines. People need to laugh, man. Yeah, those who are on weight loss journeys and a long time they've not been able to do by some <laughs> by the time it's December you achieve your goals, don't worry. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. It's, not, it's not happening. Okay, that's a peculiar situation. Daily graphic this morning. We'll stabilize foreign exchange market upon Kuma says so. No bail for Aisha. Juan Charge says public basic schools need utmost attention. National best teacher register excavators with MMDAs by November to Abujina Portu owners. Back page glory and pain for black stars. Jan in 2010. It's a feature by Peter Saba.
Mm, okay, we're going to end times from page. Measures to halt city depreciation. Bank of Ghana, banks and Forex Bureau hold crunch meetings. Also, avert total collapse of Ghana Railway Company. That's the Railway Workers Union. Mm. Charlie, this thing here. Anyway, uh, MMDAs must register all excavators by November the 2nd. This right. is coming from the Lands Minister. And Nana Grada granted 150,000 Ghana cities bail. It's also 26 days to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Sounds exciting. <laughs> Graphic yeah. business. IMF deal. No need for new taxes. Individuals, businesses too fatigued to pay more. Experts are talking. Now, top banks raise appetite for T-bills and bonds. ARB Apex Bank raises red flags over locked up uh, funds. And on page 22 of Graphic Business, there's an exciting story of Ghana Stock Exchange getting its first female MD. Comes the photograph of Abna Amor. She's the incoming MD of the Ghana Stock Exchange. Congratulations to her. All right. The Finder newspaper front page. Bank of Ghana, Banks and Forex Bureau set for crunch meeting on stable supply of dollars to stem the city's fall. All excavators not registered by November 2nd to be confiscated. That's a uh, Bujinapo. High Court urges the Attorney General to file disclosures in Aisha Wang's case. A Kunta mining case is a key test to end Galamse, says Occupy Ghana. Mm-hmm. The Ghana Armed Forces is drilling 50 boreholes and other projects in Operation Road Star yes, and Fashion Out Skills Focused Education System. Oh, Fashion Out, sorry. Fashion Out Skills Focused Education System. Okay. That's all on the front page of the finder. The Business Analyst Fund program will restore macroeconomic stability. This is the IMF. Government meets banks, Forex Bureau today over depreciating city. Owners of excavators given seven days to register. Mahama addresses nation on Thursday over economic crisis. All these on the business analysis front page. The Daily Ghanaian Guide front page. President Zukufuado and team meet traders in Kufridia. Over 600 farmers to benefit from maize processing factory. President Zukufuado sure of ending current hardship in Ghana soon. And parliament resumes today. Mm, the anchor. Railway company collapsing, workers raise alarm, fighting Galamse, um, fight against Galamse, hot slappers, government issues seven-day ultimatum for registration of excavators. And on page three, Anyas Utum constituents ungrateful under pressure MP fumes and NDC elects traditional priest as chairman in Ashanti. The Economy Times, debt restructuring, government bonds to undergo haircut. Inflation is to rise further as commercial transport fares go up. And economic activity slows. That's according to a Bank of Ghana survey. All right. If you go online, you have a couple more. You done, Caleb? I think Caleb is done. Well, I've got the new crusading guide. I'll fix the economy, Ekufuado declares. Um, Also, community sensitization against legal mining is key. This is from uh, George Mirakuduka and other headlines there. And then finally, the Chronicle. Marathon meetings over economy. Lands Ministry orders registration of excavators. And Jamara MP lost Ivorian nationality the day she took Ghanaian nationality. That's according to a witness in her case. And first, John Chapter 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, if you go online, citynewsroom.com, Nanado will soon speak on economic challenges. CD4, upon Kuma, is uh, telling all of us. Professor Bokpin, though, uh, Professor Bokpin of the University of Ghana, he says CD4, a reflection of weak economic fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the word fundamental? It's a familiar phrase. It's a familiar word. Sounds a bit yes. familiar to the ear. 
yes, AFAG, mm. the Alliance for Accountable Government, mm. is saying that um, sorry, Kenoforiata's name is now synonymous with failure. Oh. oh. Anyway, other stories. Adjoa Safo to know her fate as Parliament resumes from recess today. Mm. And small-scale miners are saying seven-day window for excavator registration inadequate. So the small-scale mm. miners are also speaking. And um, other stories there. Kumasi traders threaten to stop imports for two weeks. Okay. And GPRT to meet government again over imminent fair adjustments. Okay, if you go to citybusinessnews.com, they have some stories. Guta calls for scrapping of benchmark value system. Ghana Exim Bank hosts Maltese High Commissioner. Game shopping center at a crown mall to close down by December. Mm. This one started trending yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. And cabinet EMT banks and forex bureaus to meet over depreciating CD. If you go to other portals, myjoyonline.com, they have other stories. Afak to Kufadu, reassign Oforiata and Edubuahi if you can't sack them. Yeah. Okay? And um, other stories. Uh, don't be ungrateful to those you beg for power. Professor Jampo urges Ekufadu. Mm. And the Ochihine, um, the Ochihine's comments, um, his comments have uh, garnered a response. Respect is earned. Social media users rejoin Ochihine's uncivilized comments. If mm-hmm. you go to starfm.com, they also have stories. Four arrested at Fomena over disturbances. That's in relation to the NDC polls. And those who insult Kufado are villagers and witches. That's a story from attributed to the Ochihine. And then if you go to the UK, they have a new PM. They are third PM this mm-hmm. year. Rishi Sunak yeah. to take over as UK PM after meeting king so he'll meet king charles the third mm-hmm. he'll go to downing street he becomes the youngest uk pm in 200 plus years hmm. and he's the first pm of color mm-hmm. in the history of the uk hmm. plus in st louis missouri at least three dead oh. in st louis school shooting another day another shooting episode in the united states for those who love their entertainment will and grace star leslie jordan dies mm-hmm. age 67 he died from a car crash that's a According to reports from the United States. Um, all right, let's. Um, of course, the economy is trending. So let's start off with mm. that. Let's go to citynewsroom.com okay. for a change. And the president will speak very soon. That's according to the info minister, Honorable Kojopon Kuma. He says the president will address the nation after a cabinet retreat this weekend. Kojopon Kuma says the cabinet meeting will start on Thursday, it will end on Sunday, and will update the president on the government's negotiation with the IMF and progress of work and the president has come under intense pressure to address the nation in the light of recent economic challenges and he said the president would speak at the right time now today the governor of the central bank dr ernest addison is to meet all ceos of commercial banks and forex bureaus to help end the continuous depreciation of the ghana cd which is currently trading at 14 cds to a dollar. Okay. Well, if you go to the center spread of the Ghanaian Times, Bank of Ghana, Banks and Forex Bureau hold crunch meeting. So the Bank of Ghana is scheduled to engage managers of universal banks and Forex Bureau operators today as part of measures to halt the rapid depreciation of the city and also curb the undue speculation on Forex rates in the country. The meeting will also try to identify ways of ensuring seamless distribution of Forex as well as ensure that those who really need the Forex receive it. This forms part of a raft of measures 
measures being undertaken by the government to deal with the growing concerns over the rapid depreciation of the city against the dollar, spiraling inflation, and the general high cost of living in the country. Now, the Minister of Information, Mr. Kujo Pongkrumah, addressed the media in Accra yesterday. He said, apart from the central bank meeting the managers of the banks and operators of Forex Bureau, the economic management team has been meeting to find out the measures to mitigate the impact on Ghanaians. He said, as part of the meeting, the EMT have been examining data from the central bank, statistical service, and other state agencies in order to gain a better understanding of what was happening locally and to find lasting solutions to the difficulties. Also, Cabinet will meet on Thursday to assess all programs put in place by the government. This will include a briefing from the team which went to Washington for negotiations with the IMF. That Cabinet meeting would properly inform the President to address the nation on the current economic challenges and the way forward. So we should be expecting that address. Yes, we should. Let me bring you to the Galamse side of things and Timothy Nyangba is reporting register excavators with MMDAs by November 2, Abujinapur to owners. Now the Minister for Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abujinapur, has directed all owners, operators and users of excavators in the country to register their equipment with the Metropolitan Municipal or District Assembly within their jurisdiction latest by November 2 this year. The directive is part of a raft of measures the government is taking to halt illegal mining activities popularly called Galamse. Speaking to the media in Accra yesterday, Mr. Jinapo urged the MMDAs to ensure that the owners of the excavators provided details of the equipment for easy tracking of their movement. Quote, an owner, operator and or user of an excavator shall at the time of registration specify the purpose for which the excavator is being used or is to be used and the area where the excavator is being used or will be used as the case may be, he stated. All right. Now, we were talking yesterday a lot about the food situation in the country, mm-hmm. and maize has been a, 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 a topical issue. Yes. Now, let's go to the Daily Ghanaian Guide. Over 600 farmers are to benefit from maize processing factory. The Minister for Trade and Industry, Alan Chermatin, and President Ikufuado were at an opening ceremony for the factory. About 600 farmers in the Nsutakwaji area of the Ashanti region have received support from government through the Ministry of Trade and Industry following the construction of a factory for the processing of maize. The factory has the capacity to process four to five tons of dry maize and five tons of maize grits per day. Um, this was established with support from the African Development Bank. It's expected to provide value addition to common farm produce, which will be sold to key markets and export purposes under the 1D1F Common User Facility Initiative. Now, the Minister for Trade, Alan Chermatin, speaking with journalists after the factory was inaugurated, explained the facility falls in line with the concept of the 1D1F initiative, and he was optimistic that it will remain viable for the community and for farmers. He said, we've identified that there is no 1D1F factory here, but the common food commodity uh, coming from this area is maize, Mm. and the farmers are willing to make more income from the commodity through processing or adding value. So our resolve is to bring them together and to put some funds to add up to their capital and get the support of the African Development Bank to establish this facility, which is replicated in the other four regions of the country. Well, let's see how that goes. Okay, so Dubai has announced a visa ban for Ghana, Nigeria, and other African countries. This story is on page 5 of the anchor. The government of the United Arab Emirates has announced a visa ban for Ghana, Nigeria, and other countries in Africa. This ban is limited to 30 days visit visa, which they believe is being abused by people from countries affected by the ban. The countries affected by the ban are Ghana, Nigeria, Nigeria, Sierra Leone, Sudan, Cameroon, Liberia, Burundi, Republic of Guinea, Gambia, Togo, 
Democratic Republic of Congo, Senegal, Benin, Ivory Coast, Congo, Rwanda, Burkina Faso, Guinea-Bissau, and Comoros. If you come to page four of the same paper, the railway company uh, is collapsing and workers are raising alarms. Story by Gifty Arthur. President Anayakufuadu has been called upon to step in and save the Ghana Railway Company Limited from imminent collapse as the company is saddled with heavy debt. The workers in an SOS message are pleading with the president to, as a matter of urgency, direct the release of revenue raised from auctioning of scrap metals by the ailing company. The details are on page four. Of the anchor. Okay, mm-hmm. talking about uh, folding up and companies shutting down. If you go to citybusinessnews.com, there's a very interesting story that that says game shopping center at Accra Mall to close down by December. Uh-huh. Now the story says multinational retail shop Game will close down its Accra Mall branch by December this year. This is because Massmart Holdings, owners of the enterprise, are in talks to shut down operations in some African countries. This development follows an early announcement by Mass Mart to close down eight unviable shops in Africa. According to City News sources, the multinational operator has still not secured buyers and investors for the assets. Hence the closure. Game shops have been operational in Ghana for over six years now, offering avenues for people to shop for things ranging from household consumables to appliances and so on. So mm. all the rumors that were flying about, well, they are no longer rumors. They've been confirmed. Oh, this has been around about a year. Yeah, but, but some people, you know, usually when I these think things it, start... It became a trend yesterday because of the 10% reduction yes. on the prices of some of the, the goods in there. So, yeah. I, was at the, I was at Game at West Hills Mall last night. Um, obviously, Accra Mall had more attraction. There were more people there. By 7 p.m. yesterday... They said they had closed. A lot of people, mm. people had come in from Breku mm. all the way to come buy okay. things and then they, would, but, they just had to be. So the place at uh, West Hills, were they also applying all these discounts yes. and things? Yes, mm. they were. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Down, so. mm. Yeah. Let's take a look at skills focused education. Now, this is in the final newspaper. Head of Youth Employment and Skills at the African Center for Economic Transformation, Mona Idrisu, has called for a reform of the current theoretical educational curricula to a more fo- uh, skills focused experience for Ghanaian school children. She noted that this can be done when stakeholders and civil society organizations in the education sector come together to develop programs that center on giving the youth employable skills at the secondary school level. Ms. Idrisu said there's a need to provide solutions to youth unemployment and skills issues so the Ghanaian youth can fulfill their full potential. Now, she said this at the launch of the Youth Employment and Skills chapter under the Pan-African Coalition for Transformation to ignite discussions about policy formulation and implementation around education. I mean, skills-focused education is the way very to go, important. guys. Mm. Very, very important. Koku, this yeah. story will make you happy. What's that? It's on page uh, 22 of the Graphic Business. Comes with a beautiful photograph of Abna Amor. She's the oh, incoming yes. MD of the Ghana Stock Exchange. As a Newsdex report, I am excited about the opportunity and the challenge that comes with being the first female managing director of the Ghana Stock Exchange. Awesome. I believe we have a solid team to transform the exchange from a frontier to an emerging market with the support of all stakeholders in the capital market. 
Um, these are the statements of Abuna Amwa, who is the incoming MD of the Ghana Stock Exchange. She would be taking over from Mr. Afezi, who is the current, current managing director. Uh, he retires from the exchange on November 23, 2022, after 32 years of stellar and transformational service. Wow. Okay, let me tell you about what uh, Dr. Michael Obeng has been doing here in Ghana. Now, I don't know if you recall some time ago, there was this African-American lady who basically superglued her hair to her head. Yes, yes, yes. And there was a Ghanaian doctor based in the U.S. who eventually came up with the mixture that helped to relieve it. That is Dr. Michael Obeng. Mm. Now, he comes here to actually help people. Yes. But it doesn't make a lot of headlines. But in the finder, they are highlighting that today. Plastic surgeon leads team to conduct free reconstructive surgery for 200 people in the Volta region. Um, yeah, so Dr. Michael Obeng, a world-renowned plastic surgeon of the Restore Worldwide Incorporated, a foundation for re- reconstructive surgery, has conducted free reconstructive surgery for 200 patients in the Volta region. He conducted 135 surgical operations, dental tooth extractions, and chiropractic skeletal manipulations. And this was over four and a half working days. He came with a 33-member team of volunteers, That's comprising right. a dentist and chiropractor, seven surgeons, an internist, a general practitioner, two anesthesiologists, a nurse anesthetist, physician assistant, two surgical nurses, three surgical technologists, and four registered nurses. Prior to the surgery, they screened more than 500 patients from across the country. A statement from Restore Worldwide said the team was from different backgrounds. They met in Ghana from the United States, United Kingdom, Germany, Mali, Senegal, and Ghana. Now, the CEO of the Ho Teaching Hospital, Dr. John Tampuri, said, He's also a urologist. He said, when the Restore team told me about their lofty target of 120 surgeries, I was a bit skeptical, but they have done what God can do. Mr. Samuel Kuchitoa Blakwa, who's the MP for Norton constituency, expressed gratitude to the team when he witnessed firsthand the lives that were being transformed. And he said, I'll make sure the Restore team comes to this area every single year, whether I'm in government or not. I would like to see my people happy. I love the sound of that. Maybe finally, CD loses 37.5% uh, in third quarter stories by, story by Louisa Ampere and Irene Ahiakbo. Now, the city suffered a steep decline in value against the world major currencies in the third quarter of the year. The local currency depreciated against the U.S. dollar, the British pound, and the euro by 37.5%, uh, 24.1%, and 27.5% respectively on a year to date basis as of September. Investment advisor Sam Capital uh, Sam Capital Advisors disclosed this in their third quarter investment update shared with the graphic business. The story is on page twenty three of the graphic business. Okay. You can grab it for details. All right. Thank you very much, Caleb. Thank you very much. Kokui, that was the newspaper review. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Coming up uh, next is the City Business News. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. I agree. Coming up shortly is the City Business News, brought to us by MTN. And MTN is asking if you are wondering whose birthday it is. It's actually yours. And MTN is saying that because it is your special day, you deserve great birthday gifts on them. Now, they're giving you three hours of free talk time, 25 free text messages. And you stand the chance of also winning birthday cakes and e-vouchers to grab your own birthday gifts at some of your favorite shops and supermarkets. So you know where all the birthday fun day can get see MTN. Remember, T's and C's apply. Access Bank is also bringing us the business news, and they've got the Access Bank payday loan. 
you can access that by dialing star 901 star 11 hash now you get your loan in less than 60 seconds no documentation required and you are getting up to 40 percent of your net monthly salary to solve those pressing needs before payday you can call 0800-004-400 access bank more than banking and Goal is also bringing us the city business news. And these days, you can use mobile money to pay for your full purchase at their service stations. Wonderful news. You can get more info by, by visiting their Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Goal, good energy. Goal, yeah, yeah, dear. And Enterprise Life is also bringing us the city business news. Enterprise Life is your advantage. Natalie Nete is here. She's got the latest from the world of business. Hello and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyal Enterprise Life, your advantage, Access Bank more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nettilinetti. Coming up, Dr. Patrick Assuming pushes for a credible strategy from government on how to build back the economy and the Ghana Union of Traders Associations Guta reiterates the scrapping of the benchmark value system. Let's settle for the stories now. Economist Dr. Patrick Isuming is calling on government to come out with a clear plan on how it intends to build back the economy, aside from its plan to seek an IMF economic bailout. This comes despite an announcement by the Finance Ministry that a clear path towards the final, the final details of the program has been agreed upon by government and the IMF at its just-ended meeting. In an interview with City Business News, Dr. Patrick Assuming said, this will inspire confidence in the face of current economic challenges. I will expect that at this stage, the government, instead of hinging everything on an IMF deal, they should tell us what else will happen outside of or after or along with the IMF deal. So, you know, while the city has been depreciating at an alarming rate in the last few weeks, there's been absolutely nothing, nothing else, apart from telling us that we are trying to reach an IMF deal. And I think for me that's been very disappointing. Because you have to understand that the IMF deal is not going to solve all our problems. So, you know, what, what, what is the plan? Communicate something. You know, they've allowed speculation about um, debt restructuring to gather peace. And that has unsettled the market. If there's going to be debt restructuring, come out and say it. Communicate something. Come out and say it. And let us know what and what is likely to be affected. So I think that, you know, the lack of, or the, the lack of clear plan or, you know, lack of communication about where we are going, because clearly this is, this is quite a story. You know, the rate at which the city is moving on week to week basis is, is, is quite, Strange. And I would have expected that, you know, just hiding behind the fact that we are negotiating an IMFD, something has to be, something has to be said. That was economist Dr. Patrick Assuming. Meanwhile, the governor of the central bank, Dr. Ernest Addison, will today engage all CEOs of commercial banks and forex bureaus. This forms part of efforts to end the continuous depreciation of the local currency. 
On the interbank foreign exchange market, where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar gained one peso and is selling at 12 cities, 54 pesos. The British pound gained, also gained one peso and is selling at 14 cities, 2 pesos. The euro gained 5 pesos and is selling at 12 cities, 39 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus within the capital, the dollar is selling at 15 cities, 50 pesos. The British pound is going for 16 cities, 50 pesos, and the euro is selling at 13 cities, 90 pesos. The Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Guta, is calling for the scrapping of the benchmark value system. Guta argues that now might be the right time to review the benchmark valuation method, arguing that it was contrary to the World Trade Organization's valuation system. This follows reports by Guta that the Ghana Revenue Authority plans to increase the benchmark values at the ports soon. President of Guta, Dr. Joseph Obeng, believes such a move is counterproductive as it will further worsen the economic situation in the country. It's about time that we, we put everything in this proper uh, um, perspective. In that, um, the benchmark value... President of the Ghana Union of Traders Associations, Dr. Joseph Obing, will bring you the full audio in our subsequent bulletins. The Ghana poultry industry will continue to suffer setbacks caused by the shortage of maize if the crop is not grown in enough quantities to meet demand. According to the Greater Accra Poultry Farmers Association, although there have been reports of an increase in the production of the crop in recent years, it still does not meet demand. In July last year, poultry farmers and feed millers across the country expressed worry over a looming collapse of the industry due to the scarcity and high cost of raw materials for feed production. In an interview, City Business News board member of the Greater Accra Poultry Farmers Association Kwame Intimbrodu said, until accurate statistics are used in planting and harvesting maize, the industry will continue to suffer the consequences of its shortage. Sometimes we hear that uh, we have, the country has done well, increased production of maize and all these rice and things. But I don't know, we need to measure this performance against the standard, against the reality. The reality is how much maize and soya do the nation need? for its people and for its livestock. If you don't have these statistics, you may be producing. Maybe if you were producing 100 bars previously and you double the 100 bars to 200 bars, you, everybody is clear you have done well. You multiply, you've increased your production by 100%, isn't it? But where you don't know the actual demand for that commodity by your people and then livestock, maybe the demand is 400. If the people and animals together need 400 bars of maize and you have produced 200, you, you still fall short of the total de- of demand for the same commodity in the country. Kwame Intimdodu is the board member of the Greater Accra Poultry Farmers Association. Meanwhile, the Ghana Pig Farmers Association is also raising similar concerns, arguing that the development with maize is heavily impacting on their cost of production. Maxwell Hammond is a member of the association and CEO of Tilly Farms, and he believes investing significantly in the local production of the commodity is critical to salvaging the situation. The major challenge right now with the industry, when you talk about the pig uh, industry in the livestock subsector, has to do with feed. Because if you look at it, we don't grow enough grains to feed ourselves, uh, left alone to have some for animals. So we currently use agro byproducts, wheat bran, rice bran, and then what have you, corn chaff. But um, prices have increased. We know there's importation heavily relying on importation. And we know what is happening with the uh, CDE and the economy right now. So it's not very helpful. So our prices keep increasing by the day. So if we could increase local production 
of grains and cereals is going to go a long way to help the subsector. It's very bad. I mean, if you have certain feed ingredients increasing over 300% over a six-month period, that's that's very bad. Um, we started the year buying maize under 200 Ghana cities. Right now, it's way above 300. I mean, how are you able to... And someone will say you transfer the cost to the clients. When already you are competing with imports, how are you able to transfer all the costs to the clients? So it's made it very difficult. Fine, some amount of transfer has been done, but we've not been able to recover all our costs. Maxwell Kwe Hammond is a member of the Ghana Pigs Farmers Association. Some civil societies have rallied their support behind government's decision to boycott the World Cocoa Foundation Partners Meeting, scheduled for October 26th and 27th in Brussels. The group comprising of cocoa farmers and other key stakeholders believe that a boycott of this meeting will register the displeasure of the farmers in connection with unsatisfactory cocoa pricing. In a joint statement, the Ghana Civil Society Cocoa Platforms, in consonance with their counterparts from La Côte d'Ivoire, have described the current cocoa pricing as disheartening. The coordinator of the Ghana Civil Society Cocoa Platform, Nana Kwesi Aka, has been speaking to City News. We are clearly in support of the boycott of the World Cocoa Conference by the two regulatory bodies, that is the Trinity Cote d'Ivoire and also the Cocoa Board in Ghana, uh, basically for two obvious reasons. Uh, one is uh, when you look at, there are two premiums, that is the, that is the origin premium and also the living income differential. And those, those premiums are supposed to help cushion the price of cocoa farmers and ensure that we have uh, increased prices which intend uh, help our cocoa farmers. But when you look at the current arrangement, we have the company finding very good ways or smart ways um, in circumventing the payment of this premium, uh, aligning them to uh, compliance with some of their, their directives or, let's say, aligning them to their sustainability program, which is not a benefit benefiting cocoa farmers at the end of the day. The other thing is when you look at the commodities that make up the chocolate bar, uh, something like sugar and also... That was the coordinator of the Ghana Civil Society Cocoa Platforms, Nana Kwesi Baning Aka. Let's now join Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. At the close of last week's Treasury Bill auction, yields continued to trek upwards as investors sought better inflation-adjusted returns. The 91-day yield closed the auction higher by 76 basis points to 32.16%, while the 182-day yield advanced by 84 basis points to 33.08%. The government raised a total of 1.31 billion Ghana cities, which fell short of the auction target by 16%. The Ghanaian secondary bond market recorded a total trading volume of 3.61 billion Ghana cities, driven by the short- to medium-term maturities. The data bank bond index closed with a year-to-date loss of 21.53%. That was Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN, Goyle and Enterprise Live, your advantage. Access Bank, more than banking and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Nettie Nettie. Have a good business day. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
714. Coming up next is Kickoff, a wrap of the latest from the world of sport brought to us by Lecheho. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? If not, visit any Lecheho branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card so you can be served faster and better. As a director from the Bank of Ghana, the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. Now you can call Lecheho on 0302208333. Or send a WhatsApp message to 0574-065-958. Cheho, let's improve lives. Benjamin Nketiah is here. It's time for kickoff. Benjamin Nketia here with kickoff in the headlines. Aston Villa appoints Unai Emery as Steven Gerrard's successor. Accra Hearts of Oak set to outdoor women's team in the UEFA Champions League. Manchester City take on Dortmund as Ellen Haaland takes on his former team. In the NBA, there were wins for the Sixers, the Knicks and the Miami Heat. Let's get to the details now and the High Court will today hear two separate cases of contempt of court and an interlocutory injunction filed by Ashanti Gold Football Club against the Ghana Football Association. The Obwasi Base Club cited the GFA for contempt claiming the body ignored an interlocutory injunction placed on the Bet Power League which kicked off on September 10, 2022. All members of the GFA Executive Council are expected to respond individually to the contempt application instead of uh, the collective response they filed last week. Meanwhile, the injunction case on the Bet Power League will be heard at noon today to determine when the suspended league can resume. In an interview with City Sports lawyer for Ashanti Gold, Edward Sam Crab is hoping for the speedy delivery of justice. It has always been the law that courts would have to hear matter, you know, speedily and ensure the delivery of justice within time. Everything in the courtroom is regulated by law and procedure, okay, and uh, uh, both lawyers and their parties and the courts are aware. So uh, prediction at this moment will be very difficult, okay, but the court is enjoined by law to ensure that there's always speedy, you know, trial so that, you know, uh, justice will be done to the parties in accordance with the law and the procedure. Edward Sam Crab is lawyer for Shanti Gold Football Club. Let's move on to some other stuff. And board chairman of Accra Hearts of Oak, Togbi Afede the 14th, has reviewed plans to introduce a women's football team for the club. The women's team, which will be named Oaks FC, forms part of CAF and FIFA requirements that all clubs must have female teams. Now, Togbi Afede says the necessary steps have been completed to successfully launch their female team in the coming weeks. We finished negotiating to acquire a football team in the women's division, which means that in a matter of weeks, we can announce a class of folk female side, the Oaks FC. That is also a requirement of CAF. It's expected that football clubs will not only have a men's male team, but also participate in youth development by having and a 17, there are 20 sides, etc. But even more importantly, football must not be for only men. And CAF and FIFA are very concerned 
that each modern club has a female division. We shall take that bus also in a matter of weeks. So you heard board chairman of Accra Hearts of Folk Talk, we are the 14th, speaking there to some national team-related news. A former Black Star striker, Augustine Ahenfo, believes that Ghana must head into the World Cup in Qatar with a clear-cut plan. The Black Stars will play Portugal in their first game in Group H before facing South Korea and Uruguay, respectively. Ahenfo was speaking on CTTV's The Tracker. I believe strongly that in tournament, you just have to have a plan because it's game by game. As you play, you scout on the other opponent. So you play Portugal today, you've scouted on Uruguay or you scouted on Korea because they are also playing. And so you know what Koreans have done. You plan towards it and then the last game eventually. And so it is game by game. 2006, we lost to Italy in the first game. Most of us were disappointed. But then Czech Republic, which was the number one ranked team in the world at the time, we beat them. Then we beat the USA and then we lost to Brazil. Uh, Brazil. And then 2010, the first game we, we won against, I think, Serbia. And then Australia. Yeah. And then we beat USA in the second, second round. round yep. And then moved on to the next round. Quarterfinal, eventually we lost some penalties to Uruguay. And so it's a, it's, it's a match-by-match tournament. You should have a plan. It's as simple as that. How am I going to go into this tournament? How am I going to go into this match? Against Portugal, it's the first game. Am I going to open up? Am I going to go there hoping to see what they will do? Or am I going to go there to attack them? This... It's up to the technical men in charge of the team. Well, my Black Star striker guesting at him for speaking on City TV's The Tracker. Let's get to some other news and let's get into our World Cup fact series today in Qatar. Evan Sofochumanso looks at measures in place for alcohol consumption at the tournament. Welcome to Today in Qatar. Alcohol isn't illegal in Qatar, but there is zero tolerance for drinking in public and being drunk in public. These offenses can lead to fines or prison sentences of up to six months. While alcohol would not be available in stadiums, Qatar has set up alcoholic-friendly fan zones throughout the country. Alcohol sold in fan zones will also be less expensive than what's typical for Qatar and will be sold after 6.30 p.m. despite some games kicking off earlier in the day. Supporters can't also smuggle drinks into the country or outside designated zones or risk being deported or fined. FIFA say World Cup ticket holders will have access to drinking options of non-alcoholic beer and soft drinks within the stadium perimeter prior to kickoff and after the final whistle. It marks a significant relaxation of the rules for the tournament. So you had Evans of Fortumanso coming through with today in Qatar and it's Tuesday which means only one thing, the UEFA Champions League is back. And in the Champions League today, Salzburg will be up against Chelsea Football Club in a game that is expected to be very competitive. Sevilla Football Club will be at the Ramon Sanchez Pejuan when they take on FC Copenhagen. There's also a big game between Benfica and Juventus Football Club. Juventus will be hoping to get one back in this game. They've not had the best of campaigns so far. Celtic Football Club will be up against Shakhtar Donetsk. And then there's Dinamo Zagreb also taking on AC Milan. Dinamo Zagreb have been um, an interesting package in the Champions League this season. There's a big game between Borussia Dortmund and Manchester City. Ellen Haaland returns to the signal Iduna Park to face his former team. PSG will be up against Maccabi Haifa, a team that gave them a really good game a couple of weeks ago. And then there's RB Leipzig 
taking on Real Madrid at the Red Bull Arena. So that should be a really, really big game. Red Bull, um, RB Leipzig taking on Real Madrid. That should be an interesting one. That's it for the UEFA Champions League. Let's now get into a recap of the Premier League's action from last night. West Ham United did beat AFC Bournemouth by two goals today to pick up all three points in that particular game. And speaking about the Premier League, Aston Villa, they have appointed Unai Emery as manager following the sacking of Steven Gerrard. Now the former Arsenal boss Emery, who had been in charge of Spanish club Villarreal, um, will take over at Villa on November 1st. Now Villa had to pay a £5.2 million buyout fee to Villarreal for the 50 year old. Now caretaker Aaron Danks will uh, again take charge at Newcastle this weekend after Gerrard was dismissed last week following a 3-0 Premier League defeat by Fulham. Now Emery who had been out of contract at, or who would have been out of contract at Villarreal next summer will begin work next week after his work permit formalities are completed according to Villa. Now Aston Villa's appointment of Emery is a sign of the club's ambition and determination to make a mark in Europe. Now Villa's owners want the club to be competing in Europe and want a reset following the sacking of Gerard after less than a year. Let's finish off with some basketball and the Portland Trail Blazers. They maintain a perfect start to the season. Uh, they are four in all to begin the season. They beat the Denver Nuggets 135 to 110. Damian Lillard with another all-star performance there. The Minnesota Timberwolves, they lost to the Spurs. The uh, Brooklyn Nets lost to the Grizzlies 124 to 134. And then the Utah Jazz also suffered their first defeat of the season, losing this time to the Houston Rockets 108 114 is how that game ended. The Philadelphia 76ers picked up their first win of the season 120 106 against the Indiana Pacers. The Miami Heat also um, picked up a win against the Toronto Raptors. The Knicks were too good at home when they took on the Magic. The Magic are 0 in 4 to start the season. And then the Chicago Bulls also uh, even their record to 50 when they beat the Celtics 120. 102. So that's what's been happening in the NBA. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin Nketiah. Kickoff was brought to us by Lesheho. There's more sports at citysportsonline.com. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
734 still listening to the city breakfast show tuesday october 25 2022 messages are welcome on 0549-986-996 with the song adding some people call it the hustlers anthem whatever it is seminal song of the Paimuka album released in 1999 
You got to your birthdays in a second. Like I always say, every day is somebody's birthday. But have you, have you linked your Ghana card to your Zenith Bank account? If you are waiting to do that, please hurry it up. Zenithbank.com.gh is a very, very easy platform and a way for you to link your Ghana card to your bank account. Visit the website, look out for the Ghana card advert and linkage tab on the homepage and link your Ghana card to your account today. It's easy, quick and very convenient. Zenith Bank in your best interest. Now, over the last 20 years, Ashesi University has been educating ethical entrepreneurial leaders through high-impact experiential education. And the university is now recognized as one of Africa's best with a bold vision to raise the bar for higher education on the continent. And Ashesi graduates are considered the, and they receive job offers, start businesses, or go to grad school within six months of graduation. You can visit ashesi.edu.gh to learn more. Ashesi, 20 years of educating ethical and entrepreneurial leaders in Africa. Remember, admissions are ongoing. Now, who can you call your true friend in times of uncertainties? We at SIC Life are your true friend for life. The SIC Life Final Journey Plan provides Plan Plus provides immediate cash out to meet the funeral expenses and beneficiaries and covers as many as 12 persons. The policy gives you a maximum cover of 50,000 Ghana CDs. You can also enjoy 50% cashback payments of the last three years. Get on the SIC Final Journey Plan Plus today. Call SIC Life on 0302 or send a WhatsApp uh, message to 0501 or visit siclife.com.gh or visit the um, social media handles at SIC Life Ghana. SIC Life, absolute peace of mind. And remember, we're still in the month of October, which means it is still Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And early detection is the key in the fight against breast cancer. The Bank Hospital is organizing a free education and physical examination this October with 50% off mammogram and breast ultrasound scans. Every Wednesday and Thursday in the month of October, come to the Bank Hospital between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. for your breast screening. Mm -hmm. The Bank Hospital is located at Block F6 on Shippey Road in Cantonments. It's near Nafti, for those who need a reference point. For more info, you can call 0302-739-373 or email info at thebankhospital.com. Think pink, think early detection. And the Morningstar International High School wishes to announce that enrollment for the 2022-2023 academic year is in progress. This award-winning high school has both local and international accreditation. Programs offered are the Cambridge Year 7, 8 and 9, Lower Secondary, IGCSE, A-Level and the WASI. SHS1 and Cambridge Year 10 enrollment is in progress for students completing the 2022 BECE. You can get enrollment forms at the website www mostarschool.edu.gh or go to the high school at Dodoa or the basic school campus at Cantonments. Call 0243-758-795. Morning Star, arise and shine. And join the Apps Are Ready to Work webinar and get useful insights on how you can save and invest with your limited resources. Absa Bank's finance director and other industry experts will be live on Facebook and YouTube on Friday, 28 October 2022 at 10 a.m. to discuss the topic, 
Is an active savings culture dead? Make a date with Absa Bank on Friday, 28th October at 10 a.m. as we commemorate Global Savings Day. Ready to work. That's Africanacity. That's Absa. Yes, Nathan, yes. happy birthday to my daughter Josephine Yamiti Asiyanka, uh, Yankee from Early Age Montessori School. God's grace be upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Happy birthday, Yamiti Birthday wishes. Wishing Brooklyn Eraba Wilson of Mankasim Romoville International School a happy birthday. May she grow in the wisdom of God. This is from Frank, Charlotte, and Galen. All of Mankasim. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Good morning, so, so, the, so the children in Ghana these days have all Brooklyn. kinds of exquisite names. Yeah. Brooklyn. 
Miguel, yeah. exquisite or exotic or I don't yeah, know. I don't even know what to call it. All kinds of interesting Jolly. exotic names. No, but I met a guy over the weekend. His name is Nature. Nature. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You could tell where he's from. <laughs> wow, Brooklyn. Yeah. So why not, call your, why not call your child Mankesim? No, no, no. Uh, Brooklyn is a place. No, Brooklyn is a place. Yeah. Okay. It's a place in New York. So the maybe it's just a place. Adam Laka will do. Do you understand? Nobody wants to name their Nobody wants to name their child Adam Laka. Why not? Or Mankesi. No, or why not? People want to name their children Brooklyn. Why? Yeah. Chelsea. Te- why? I don't know. They Maybe they like Maybe we should try Teshi. So, Yes, yeah, but your child is be You see, the, the foreigners <laughs> will be like, wow, that's nice no, 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 Your name's Tishi? What does it mean? <laughs> no, it's oh my God. It's Chibleo. It's such a new, the unique name. Oh my gosh. I've never heard that before. <laughs> Tishi? That's what yeah. Like, yeah. I think it would be nice. Imagine if your name is Jello Copper. <laughs> or oh, Achiavi. Oh, you know, oh, Savie Tula. <laughs> ah, nice. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, People want to nice. name uh, Brooklyn. Name your child. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah, so, Savie Tula. You know, and people ask you, oh, what does that mean? And you say, it means on small stones or something like that. And they'll be like, wow, is there a deep meaning to that? And then you can make up all, there's all kinds of stories that you could tell with a name like that. You know, it has like literal meaning. Forget you know? it. Because <laughs> you know Brooklyn. Brooklyn. If somebody asks you, what does Brooklyn mean? No, you can't say it. Let, let Brooklyn your enjoy their birth or her birth. No, you can Happy explain birthday, something. We love your name. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, Brooklyn. <laughs> Happy birthday. Yes, and there is Yasmin here. Yes. Aha, you see, look, look. Yeah. Jasmine Nashomedromo Metal. Yes. There's so much meaning. Even the Dromo alone. And Yasmin. What does Jasmine mean? We know it's a plant, right. like a flower. It smells yeah. good, but my lord. Dromo. Chale. <laughs> and and the Shomi is what? Nashome. Ah, Nashome. Hey, sorry. Sorry. M- metal, metal, metal. <laughs> She's seven today. Yasmin is seven today. I wish her God's blessings and uh, may God bless her with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding from all of us, Mr. John Metal and Theodora Metal. We love you. Thank you. Okay, thank you too. City CBS, happy birthday wishes to Mrs. Elizabeth Kwebia Asari Akari, headmistress of Achim Tafu Zion. Primary school. God bless her richly. Uh, this is coming from Odadia Hayford Enyakwa. Okay. Mm. Happy birthday to Nutifafa Kayla Afanu from your father, Emmanuel. Mm. These are some of the birthday messages coming in this morning. Happy birthday to all of you. Okay. Um, I think some people are trying to send messages but i i've noticed something and our dear friends at mtn we do love you yes we know you're friends to us but there seems to be an issue none of us here yes. uses mtn can access data can access data yeah. so but i was restarting my phone i thought there was something wrong we all thought our phones were acting up on us but it looks like there's an issue so um in case it hasn't mm. come to your attention and i'm MTN. letting whatsapp is down as well oh gosh i'm seeing messages what's going on media. maybe it isn't whatsapp what's maybe it's the data. data maybe it's the data people are trying to access it and they can't get it because um data isn't isn't working no but if it if it isn't uh um if it's the data then you wouldn't be able to have access to other social media platforms correct 
So, like, I'm able to see what people have put on okay. Facebook, so, so but on can, WhatsApp. So, 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 so it turns out WhatsApp, WhatsApp is also Facebook. down. Yeah. I'm seeing what people have put For here. Sure. For example, a minute, like a minute ago. This is a minute ago. So, it's apparently, it, it, I think it's WhatsApp, but so not down? MTN. Are you sure? Have you tried another, like, messaging platform? Let to me see try if it's Twitter working? and see. Twitter? Um, messaging, like Telegram. Messaging. Or Telegram. Okay. Um, let's see. What's up? Anyway, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But yeah, I had to restart my phone. I, I did too. I mean, apparently, just updates. as I was doing mine, you also did yours. I was <laughs> like, so ah, what's happening, yeah, guys? Like, what's so happening? Anyway, okay. So, so, so what's up? If it turns out, down. if it turns out that it is not MTN, then we apologize. Yeah. We all, but but it, it was like all of us were like, what's like, happening? What's going on? Uh, so so we love like you, MTN. It looks like it is WhatsApp. Yeah, that is gone. Down. Is it WhatsApp? <laughs> well, it looks like we'll find out. We'll Nathan, find there's out. a tweet that is just funny. It's it's it speaks to Godfrey's song. Oh yeah, depends on why we playing depressing. It says times are hard. This on my mojo. It's too depressing. We need to laugh. We need to laugh. But my mojo. I mean, I don't know why everybody is. Yeah, but well, I I get the person. They want to hear happier songs. What's the meaning? Meko. Oh my mojo. But. Anyway, um, look, you can send us a message. Well, that is if it can mm. come. To, uh, the telegram line is working though. Okay, 0549 That's the telegram number at all. It's the same as the WhatsApp number. Currently, WhatsApp is experiencing a bit of a fluctuation. So, yeah. Hmm. And there's that. Um, uh, well, so yeah, so you, you can send in your, your messages. Mm. We don't know that this weekend, at least from the, the info minister says the president will address the nation. Okay. I don't know whether to give that's us, exciting. To, to lift our spirits? I don't. Well, we'll see what will, what will be contained in that address. But if you go to citynewsroom.com, uh, Mr. Kozo Ponkuma, he, the, the story is being attributed to him. Mm. Okay? Now he says um, the president will address the nation after a cabinet retreat this weekend. So cabinet will have to meet and then the president will deliver his speech. He says the cabinet meeting will start on Thursday, it will end on Saturday and it will update the president on the government's negotiations with the IMF and the progress of work. Mm. So I'm sure whatever the president hears, he will come and tell us. Okay. And then we'll see what the way forward is. Mm. Okay, uh, but today the Bank of Ghana is also yeah quite quite a few things uh, ha- um, yes. happening mm-hmm. that we need to update <laughs> citizens on. So if you look at the newspapers today, uh, the Ghanaian Times is reporting that on measures to hold city today we know a lot of meetings. Today's like yeah. going to be a very busy marathon meeting. The, eh? Yeah, uh, the presidency. The economic management team. We even forgot we had an economic management team at some point, but uh, they are back in the news mix. So today, the economic management team, the president, BOG, Council of State, AGI, GPRTU, Forex Bureau, banks, everybody. Mm-hmm. So the Ghana Times, for instance, on this front page reports on the BOG, banks, Forex Bureau holding a crunch meeting. Again, comes with a photo of He's back in the news um, addressing the media in Accra yesterday. He said, apart from the central bank meeting, the managers of the banks and operators of Forex Bureau, the EMT had been meeting to find out the measures to mitigate the impact on Ghanaians. He said, as part of the meeting, the EMT had been examining the data from the central bank, 
the statistical service and other state agencies in order to gain a better understanding of what was happening locally mm. and find lasting solutions to the difficulties. He also said besides that, Cabinet is also meeting on Thursday yes. to assess all the programs put in place by the government and to assess them. Now, this will include a briefing from the team which went to Washington for negotiating uh, for negotiations with uh, the IMF. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cabinet meeting is where the President will be informed uh, you know, and then he will address the nation on the current economic challenges uh, on the way forward. <clears throat> and you know, the story also reports that uh, the decision by the president for the country to commence negotiations with the IMF was born out of the fact that the president anticipated the current situation the country found itself in. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, he anticipated. Yes. Okay. And then he then goes on to talk about um, the role of the media, where he says uh, the media has a critical role in mm. helping Ghanaians understand. Oh, we understand. Mm. We are going. To, we are supporting you. It says, I plead with the media to lead the way in restoring calm. Mm. We must let Ghanaians know what is happening in other countries like Kenya, Nigeria, Ethiopia, and elsewhere, and what measures they are taking to deal with their own situations. He noted that such approach would help Ghanaians to remain calm as government worked towards addressing the situation. So, um, today I'll give you some tips from Kenya, Nigeria, and Ethiopia. On how we can make the economy better, you know how they are doing it. So I'll share some with you okay. when the time is right. Okay. But big takeaway: uh, BOG banks, forex, and this these particular ones are crucial because of the currency crunch. Mm. Basically, the uh, have you checked the exchange rate today? I, I like I I know like uh, what fifteen. CDs to the dollar. Okay, well, yeah. uh, well, Pound is going. sixteen actually. Mm. Yeah, sixteen. Okay. So there is that. Now, um, on the front page of the Daily Graphic, they then go on to talk about um, again look, reassuring Ghanaians, mm. which is important that will stabilize foreign exchange market. That is uh, Kojo upon Chrome. And we'll see how the market responds to the meetings that are happening today. Mm-hmm. It will try and gauge like how the market responds the next couple of days to these meetings. And some of them are crucial because uh, for instance, the GPRTU uh, they had a meeting with the government yesterday and it was inconclusive. Mm-hmm. And they are meeting today on their proposed 40% uh, price hike. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the government is trying to convince them that now might not be the best time. But in the face of what can they do with the obvious, going up? It looks like they'll have to find some middle line in there. So uh, the government has a lot of work to do. And obviously it looks like these are pretty busy days, as it should be for a country yeah. that is in crisis, economic crisis, as we are. I, I, wonder, I mean, I'm, I'm <clears> glad they are, they've seen the need to have these crunch meetings. I just wonder why didn't this happen even a month ago? What, you understand? Like... The city has been in free fall for a while. It's not as if it's just started yesterday. Uh, people have been complaining about rising prices, inflation, for quite some time. And the impression we got was that maybe either government, for some reason, turned a deaf ear on our plea or maybe didn't see what we were seeing or didn't feel what we were feeling. But 
again, we're glad that now these crunch meetings are happening. Let's see what the impact or outcome is of mm. these meetings. Mm. I just think we have done this. Me, a, okay. a few, a few okay. tips yeah. that I would want to provide for the government based okay. on. Okay. You will share the tips in a second, but for the doubting Thomas, it's not usually when you say this, you say, ah, what's the proof that the president will speak? You let's hear from the information minister, Kojo okay. Nkrumah, in his own voice, saying that the president will speak at the right time. Okay. Um, this week, as we are coming to the end of um, the, uh, may I say, the third quarter period going into um, the final quarter fully, um, tomorrow morning, for example, the central bank, the Bank of Ghana, will be meeting uh, the managing directors of some of the banks and the heads of, uh, I think, the Forex Bureau Associations uh, for a series of discussions aimed at ensuring that um, the supply of uh, Forex onto the Forex markets is stabilized and the uh, overpricing uh, is also halted and that people who need access to Forex for legitimate transactions can get same um, without hindrance in the banking halls and at the Forex bureaus as against on the black market or using some rates uh, coming from uh, some other quarters. Uh, they'll also be looking at, I think, some of the longer-lasting measures to ensure that uh, Forex trade is stabilized uh, in this country, even as we expect um, a lot more inflow of uh, Forex following the uh, completion of the syndication of the Cocoa Board uh, transaction. Uh, my understanding is that uh, uh, later this week as well, the economic management team, I think today, the economic management team is also meeting um, to apprise itself of the latest numbers as have been put together and some of the um, uh, recommendations uh, as we get into the final part of the year. And then from Thursday, uh, Cabinet itself will be meeting. I think Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Cabinet itself will be meeting. The President will be in the chair to receive what has gone through uh, the EMT and also to receive the updates from the IMF negotiations so that some decisions can be made. And then subsequently, he can then update the nation on the next steps forward. So that was the information minister, Kojo Ponkuma, speaking there. So, uh, yes, you heard it. Says the president who speaks. He says a number of me. So he confirmed the EMT's meeting. I'm quite surprised. Not not surprised. Well, let me say surprised. Let me be honest. Okay. I hadn't heard from the EMT in a long time. Mm. But the EMT is alive and kicking, right? They aren't dead, right? They are still. They, they have life in there. So we'll, we'll have to wait and see. What, what they will tell her. Like I said, it's been a while since we heard the EMT actively in the new space. And so it will be good to know what it is they have been up to. Yeah. Um, it's, it will be a good time for the EMT to yes. reassert some level of credibility in its activities. Uh, it was a, a part of this government that was heavily touted um, then coming in and in the face of the crisis that the country is currently facing. Um, it, it did look for a while like it wasn't functioning the way it's supposed to function, looking at the state of um, the economy. So uh, let's see what the meetings come up with. Uh, some, of the, some of the measures need to be fast because the situation we are in is a pretty fluid one. And so some of the measures would have to be fast. And of course, the medium-term ones and then the long-term ones... Uh, the ones that particularly help to deal with some of the price hikes that we are seeing, I think would be the biggest headache. St how to stem the price hikes. Which is why I'm interested in uh, the outcome of the meetings that will involve AGI, Guta, 
uh, and also even the forex bureaus to a large extent, and then the banks. Because if you look at the forex market, I think the commercial banks hold more forex than the forex bureaus in this market, in this particular space. Uh, you know, so as to what happens, we need those ones. We need it in the next two or three days. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. We are going to have a bit of, uh, well, we are in trouble. We, the trouble is going to continue. Let me put it that way. But I was saying, just a quick tip, one tip. The government should go to these meetings with an open mind. An open mind? Yes, the government should go into these meetings with an open mind. Mm. A lot of these, um, in closed-door meetings, I have a feeling a lot of these groups that they are meeting are a lot more assertive than perhaps we give them credit for. We, we, we sometimes give them pressure. But I think behind closed doors, a lot of them are a bit more assertive. So in that meeting today, the government should open its ears a bit in taking mm. all ideas on okay. board. No airs and graces. Not, none at all. And see how best we can get out of the situation. Okay. So listening to the City Breakfast Show, up next is Tech and Social Media Trends. And that's brought to us by... By our friends at Vodafone. You can send money for free, buy airtime or data, pay bills, and do more on the My Vodafone app and My Vodafone web. Download the app on Google Play or App Store and Huawei Gallery. Or go to myvodafone.vodafone.com.gh. You can also say hello to Toby on WhatsApp at 0501-000-300. Or you can SMS 655. You can also tweet... At Ask Vodafone GH. Vodafone, further together. So also brought to us by Cal Bank. You can shop online or in store using our range of debit and prepaid cards, Visa, MasterCard, and GH Link. Additionally, our app and CalNet solutions support you and your business to perform all your transactions. To learn more, call 0800 500 500 or chat with us online on our social media platforms or at customer care at calbank.net. CalBank, forward together. And Godfrey has the segment for us. Yes, and I'm starting straight from WhatsApp. Mm. Starting straight from WhatsApp. And mm. I saw you guys were complaining, so I went to downtime tracking service. Okay. Down detector. Down and detector. Yes, I, I'm using down detector, down detector this morning. Mm. And a lot of users have reported that WhatsApp globally, the service is unavailable. Mm. So mm. WhatsApp is down. Mm. Users, so basically, uh, at the moment, we don't know. Uh, wow. But... Meta people, please work fast. Yeah, so people, people are not able to send or receive uh, messages uh, from what I am looking at on uh, Down Detector at the moment. And this concern is reflected in the trends. Uh, if you check Twitter, the top trend in Ghana at the moment is WhatsApp. Mm-hmm. At the moment uh, in Ghana, a lot of people mm. uh, see how much we, re- we rely on it. Yes, uh, <laughs> you know, so. Uh, <laughs> people sharing all kinds of tweets and some are sharing uh, funny images and tweets but the thing is nobody can send a message also high on the trends list this morning is uh, ShopRite mm. on the Ghana oh, side yes yeah. because of what happened with Vanessa what happened? alright so um, our friend Vanessa Jan Mm-hmm. Went there with her son. Um, she went shopping and she bought a pack of muffins. Okay. Now, when she got home, son went to open the muffins and discovered that they were moldy. So he called mom and said, mom, you know, and apparently he had a very bad reaction because I think he had started to eat one of them and, you know, he panicked. And so she went back to the shop 
to say, listen, this pack of muffins, and she actually put the pictures mm-hmm. on social okay, media okay, to show okay. how bad it was, and they looked really bad. They were the pack, I mean, moldy muffins, you know, and she didn't realize it before she bought it in the shop, so took it back. And according to her, the response was very hostile. Um, she was basically told, well, they don't expire until next year, so deal with it, you know. Um, so she put it on social media, and in a case like this, social media actually got results. Um, according to her, she came to give an update. She said the FDA moved in there to go and, and, and look at what's going on, and mm. yeah, and that the shop is apparently saying they're not going to carry that particular product again or something, but so, that was the issue. She, yeah. she, was, she so. came to social media because apparent according to her the response she got when she went to complain was very hostile they didn't want to even take any responsibility but then uh, due to her complaints well, she, went to she check started it out. a global conversation a continental mm. wide conversation ah. about shop right services Ooh. because people are just sharing their <laughs> stories about their experiences so mm. uh, that's one of the um big trends okay uh there people not really uh, happy with them. Mm. Then let me just give you some uh, tech news um, quickly. So, do you recall that uh, the EU, uh, you know, passed a law requiring Apple and other electronic makers to all adopt the Type C, C. <laughs> yes, as a universal charging standard. Mm. And right now, it has cleared its final procedural hurdles, Charlie. and the legislation was approved yesterday. So. If you yeah, all, uh, yes, <laughs> all our iPhone, your iPhone connected. I mean, some but, of some of the gadgets do have switched to Type C. Yes. my iPad is Type C. My the MacBook Pro ports are all mm. Type C. But um, they were being stubborn on the iPhone. They were they are, they are yeah. very stubborn. So because please, this is still the old. We need it here quick. Yeah, we need it here quick. So it just that, means spending more money and and but but are they going happened. to be including the charges in the in the boxes now? Because you know they stopped yeah. giving you. My update, today, my update just deals with Type C. They should stop okay. being stingy. And then another thing that another update that will excite people. WhatsApp is down. I know WhatsApp is down. But if it does return, yes, WhatsApp is experimenting with now being able to forward images, videos, and multimedia with the captions. You know, most of the time, oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. can just forward. It leaves the original caption, but yes. you want to send that as well. Yes. So now they are working on that. Do you know what I need them we'll to be work able on? To do. I need them to work on letting us send more than a minute's worth of video without the video breaking up. Or is it a minute 30? I think it's a minute 30, right? You can send on WhatsApp. Either you have to drastically reduce the quality of the video, the size of the video, or you can only send a minute 30 worth of, of video. Okay. okay. They should... Look, Telegram has been allowing you. us to send things forever and it maintains inform, the quality. I'll inform WhatsApp for you. Please tell Meta and their people. I'll tell, I'll we tell want, we don't want to reduce the quality of our videos, but we can want to send them just like that. Ah, two quick ones. So YouTube, mm-hmm. also yes. rolling out what it calls a small makeover with a oh, handful okay. of new features and design changes. Uh, this is supposed to improve the watching videos. Okay. Uh, so first things that users will notice are color changes that are intended to make consuming videos easier on the ice. Hey. So in addition to new vibrant colors, an ambient mode will also allow the app to adjust the background color to match the video. Oh, I see. Yeah. Long and then video. there's also an update to YouTube's dark theme, uh, which aims to make colors pop more mm. on screen. So for <laughs> everybody who does use YouTube. And then the last update that I will provide for you is I I forgot I had totally forgotten people were still using Windows <laughs> in this day and age. But <laughs> Google 
will release the final version of Chrome for Windows 7 and 8. Windows 8 sometime next year. Mm. Now, this will be uh, Chrome 110 will be released in February 2023 and it will be the last version oh. that supports the two older Microsoft operating systems. Now, okay. people might ask me, like me, like, ah, Windows, they're how far? But, if, despite the fact that Windows 7 was released in 2009 and Microsoft officially ending its support, I think, in 2020, mm-hmm. if you look at the data, it suggests that mm-hmm. uh, there are a lot of devices that still run that operating system. In fact, mm-hmm. the numbers put it at around 100 million PCs Aye. that run still run that. So it's, They don't uh, want to upgrade. A lot of people use it. So Chrome... For the last Windows 2023. And that's taking social media trends brought to us by Cowbank and Vodafone. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show on City 97.3 FM. 0549-986-996. That's the telegram number. Because WhatsApp is down, send us a telegram number or telegram message or a regular text message. 0549-986-996. Tweet at us at City973, hashtag CityCBS. But if you love women's football, the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League is live and kicking, literally. The Malta Guinness is inviting you to watch and support the goodness in women's football. Follow every pass, tackle and goal as our ladies add some style to fuel your passion for football. Follow the Malta Guinness Women's Premier League on our social channels. Hashtag Malta Guinness WPL. Watch the matches live on Max TV every week. Now, Priority Insurance is thanking everybody because they are now part of the Ghana Club 100 ranking. They finished 38th in the 19th edition of the GIPC's annual list of the top 100 companies in the world. 
in Ghana. We top the non-life insurance companies in the club 100 ranking. Now we owe it to our cherished customers, shareholders, board of directors, management staff, and other key stakeholders. Our insurance policies cover your motor insurance, third party or comprehensive contractors, or risk insurance, fire insurance, marine insurance, or any type of insurance apart from life insurance. You can visit our Facebook page is Priority Insurance Ghana, Priority Ghana on Twitter, and Priority Insurance on Instagram. You can call us on 0553-019060 or 0268-76-0264. Just quickly, you've got a couple more birthday messages that came in. Um, this one coming from Wale, Adiria Famosa. And he's sending a happy birthday from everyone at Primus Advertising to Benjamin Brown. They wish him a happy returns for today. And may God continue to bless him with good health and a sound mind in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, Benjamin Brown, happy birthday from everyone at Primus Advertising. And a happy birthday to Asha Opong. Na, may your blessings always be endless. This is coming from your mom, Khadija Aziz. Na, happy birthday. This one says, happy birthday to Mama Kay at St. Teresa's School, North Kanishi. Age in the wisdom of God, it says. And our birthday messages are brought to you by Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. It takes you back to the original creamy taste of evaporated milk. You know when you're pouring the thing and you can taste it even before you taste it. You know, when you're looking at the, the milk being poured, right? So you, you add it to your tea, your coffee, Gary Soakings, Mashke. And the best part is it's made with vegetable fat and contains all the essential vitamins in milk. And so it's gentler on your stomach. We, we thank God for that. Oh, Charlie. We thank God. <laughs> Some of you ah, need it. Eh? Ah. Charlie. Intolerance, eh, Fatou? Lactose intolerance. No. Okay. Creamy Plus is available in all Goyle shops at Bachelorette Hotel and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. For bulk purchase, contact Lesfam Distributors at Medina Ridge Junction on 0501-682-522 or go to Grace Has Found Us at Akuko Photo in Dansoman. Uh, call them on 0245-162-747. When you get to listen, wear your K-Shots, even when you kiss it, because it wets it wet, huh? On the economy, so we, we, if giving um, a few updates, that the president will speak hopefully over the weekend. The EMT economic management team we know is meeting. The Bank of Ghana is meeting Forex Bureau owners, CEOs of commercial banks, and a few other stakeholders to figure out what the plan is in terms of the city's depreciation. If you check the Bank of Ghana's website, their official exchange rate. CD to dollar, they say 12.5, uh, 12.52 buying, 12.54 selling. So that's what the Bank of Ghana is saying officially. This was sept- uh, October 24. So that's the average from yesterday. 12.52 buying, 12.54 selling. That's the official Bank of Ghana rates. I don't know the rates elsewhere. So you, that's what I have in front of me. So that's what I'll say. In line with all of this, economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana, Professor Gottfried Bopping, he says the continuous depreciation of the CD against the dollar is a reflection of weak economic fundamentals. Professor Bopping is saying that all of the things we are experiencing as we watch the CD and dollar dance, break dance, and tango and everything is because, eh, or is a reflection of weak 
economic fundamentals. Hmm. So we've heard that somewhere. Now it says the performance of the city has caused distress among traders. And he's been telling City News that the situation demands swift interventions on government's engagements with the CEOs of commercial banks and forex bureaus today. He said there was a need for a national dialogue on how the economy could be revived. You know, in crisis moment, it's, 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 it's much worse if you are seen not to be doing anything. If you are seen not to be to be clueless, it, it, it gets worse. So some kind of action intervention that suggests that, yes, we've seen what is going on. We are uncomfortable with it. We are at par with you. Nobody lasts uncertainty. Everybody likes predictability. Uh, uh, price stability is at risk. Uh, the credibility around Bank of Ghana's own short-term price stability object, uh, uh, objective is at risk and all of that. But we are working hard to restore this. We need everybody on board. To that, to that extent, we can check that box. But to say that that is what is required for the city to be stable or let alone to recover part of the lost value, I think that would be as difficult as action fish to climb the tree. That's indeed impossible, not even difficult. But is it that bad, the situation? And to the extent that the government thinks that the Forex bureaus may be the solution, the black market could be the problem that can be stopped. I mean, what causes the absence of the dollar? Because it's an issue, if you want to reduce it to a simple issue of supply and demand, or demand and supply, there simply isn't enough dollars in the yeah, system in for the people system. to buy. Now, how does that dollar come into the country, and why is it not coming? There, there will never be enough dollar in the system under this circumstance. The, even if you inject $3 billion into the economy tomorrow, it will not last for long. The reason is that... Um, so, look at it this way. Inflation is 37.2%. CD-denominated instrument, that is alternative to holding dollar, is, is yielding below inflation rates. Is that okay? So if I have money today and I don't want to keep the money ideal at home, the question I'll ask myself, what are the options? Okay, I can go and lend to Ghana government. Good. When risk becomes riskier, Typically, everybody wants to run to government instrument because that is the safest in the market. Is that okay? And here we are at a, at a time where the government security that is supposed to be the safest is also at risk now with the possibility of debt restructuring with haircut almost inevitable. You see where I'm heading towards, right? Yes. So, so I look at it that, okay, I have excess CDs. I need to invest because of time value of money. I won't keep it idle. If I go and put it in government treasury, though, there's a there's a possibility that there will be a restructuring. I may lose part of my money. Even if there isn't at all, the yield on that Ghana government instrument is far below inflation. So my real return from that angle is negative. All right, I see that um, nobody loves this country and no investor loves the country. When it comes to making money, profit bottom line, love for country is held constant. So okay. But I see that if I buy dollar, any time the city depreciates, that represents gains for me. So I will look for dollars. So in that case, even if you inject $3 billion 
into the economy without the accompanying reforms and the necessary confidence that it will come with it to anchor hope and expectation, people will come and swallow the $3 billion and they will ask you to bring more. Because we know that Bank of Ghana doesn't have sufficient reserves to fight the depreciation. So when it happens that way, speculators take permanent seat in the market. Now, because the CD, because of inflation, and, 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 and there hasn't been, you know, so if you look at monetary policy conduct, it's, it's the policy rate is positioned to anchor expectations, right? So right now, it appears that um, the market doesn't trust w- what the measures that the central bank and maybe government has put in place or will put in place going forward. And therefore, they are all looking at it that, and even if I can, if I will not get salary increment, if there isn't any possibility of making additional money, let me protect the little that I have. Then in that case, they will look for a currency that is more stable. If you look at the dollar globally, you also see that it's strengthening against even the euro, the sterling, the, the Japanese N, and all of that. So the dollar has a future. Right, so people would want to denominate their wealth in a currency that is more stable. So when it happens that way, uh, uh, rational actors, rational agents in the economy, they they will choose the, uh, the, the 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 preservation of their wealth over love for country. So in simple terms, someone has collected all the dollars, and and they are still collecting and possibly keeping it somewhere. Yes. Why is that someone not the guy at Kokompe who wants to go buy spare parts in Europe? So that when he then takes that, you know, dollar over there, at least the dollar would have gone, he uses it to buy the spare parts, he brings it down, sells it, he gets enough CD, and then the cycle continues. Precisely the point. So there may be those who are looking for dollars, let's say, in three months' time, in three weeks' time. But they, they think that dollar won't be available three weeks' time. Or even if it will, it will be available, it will not be at the rate my budget can accommodate. So all those who are supposed to operate in the forward market are all in the spot market looking for dollars today to keep. That is what uncertainty does. Let me, let me put it this way. It's just like going for a buffet, right? And you were told that the food will not be enough. People will react irrationally. Okay. So, so that kind of assurance. That so, there's a, so there's a scramble for the for the for yes. the dollar. Yes, and when it happens that way, it's not those who are who are scrambling for it are not just those who haven't been to school. They're highly educated across the different occupational groups and income levels are all trying to preserve the value of their wealth. So uh, so even those who have dollars and ordinarily would want to sell dollars to do ABC or so, they would want to keep to it. They wouldn't want to bring it onto the market. But what about the forex bureaus? Is their job to sell the dollar and so on? The cycle continues. Why don't they sell the dollar? And the banks too. They're supposed to give you the dollar. No, if you, want you can't to... blame the FX, the forex bureaus, and then the banks. If you if you do the survey, you realize that they don't even have enough dollars to meet orders. They don't. Across the the, the interbank and the retail, they don't. Is this so in any way fundamental dollar deficit in the system? So there's going to be an economic management meeting. The the minister has mentioned that the information minister. We're told there's going to be a cabinet meeting for at least three days: Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. And these are all issues bothering on the economy generally and the speed CD specifically. Now there have been calls for the government to 
call a stakeholder meeting. We are told the former president, John Mahama, is speaking on Thursday on the situation with the economy. He is one of the people who have been calling for the government to invite everybody around the table for a conversation. Um, there's a message from Kweku in La, which is the reason I'm asking you these questions. He says, kindly find out from the prof if the government itself has approached him or his technocrat colleagues for any help or assistance in recent times. Has that happened? Uh, we have been communicating, so it doesn't have to be a one-on-one meeting. But I think that our views have shared uh, have been shared uh, largely. Um, I think that um, um, we should situate this with, within a broader context that um, Ghana has sufficient expertise if we mean well for this country and for one another. I can I can assure you, I will not even rank in the top twenty. I will not. If you mean well, you will find enough good people to help you. You attract in proportion to your character. Okay, so look at it from that perspective. I think that the broader conversation will be a certain national stakeholder engagement. And why this is important, I, I will say, is this. You know, you are going into an IMF program that is likely to go beyond 2024. You are going to an IMF program. In more recent times, it's the first time we are going to, uh, in, 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 in a recent time, let me put it that way, with debt unsustainability. In 2014, when the, the president made a call to the IMF, I think it was on August 6, 2014, our debt was judged to be sustainable, even though we, were, we had entered a zone of high-risk debt distress category. Now, that negotiation from August 6, the program kicked in April 3rd, 2015. Now, we, are, we made this call at a time when our debt is unsustainable. And we know that. That is obvious to everybody now. Okay? Now, what this means is that in order, you have to ask, now assure the IMF how you're going to crawl back to a sustainable debt level. What that means is a steep and sharp fiscal adjustment. Very painful. So you are looking at probably in the next four years recording a primary stock loss of 8%. That's huge. Now, that is difficult to communicate. So uh, a 17th IMF program is likely to be latent with austerity. Now, there's one level agreeing that program with the IMF and the IMF executive board approving that. There's another level where we talk about stakeholder acceptability. So I think that government needs to do build that consensus where we all look at the data from different angles, from different angles. One thing about social scientists is that our, uh, uh, there, there may be differences in terms of the judgment we bring to bear on the data. Okay, so look at it from different angles. You need the uh, the buy-in of the opposition. You need the buy-in of uh, uh, labor. Okay, across the different occupational groups, you need all of that because to to implement that program, it would affect everybody. So that was Professor Gottfried Bokbin, who's an economist and lecturer at the University of Ghana. Very, very interesting points he's raised there on policy and he's painted the reality for all of us to actually understand where we are. Concerning your thoughts on Telegram, on Telegram, on 0549986996. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Uh, coming up next is Your Money. Your Money is brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you.
And Koku has uh, the segment for us this morning. Well, Obodai, today yeah. my tip is inspired by a recent announcement that those of you who want to go to Dubai for 30 days, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, actually, planning your vacations. A lot of people like to travel to places like Dubai for holidays and all of that. Why not look internally? Let's do domestic tourism. So if you're planning vacation, you know now we're getting into November, December. People will be planning what mm-hmm. they're going to do with their holiday. Um, you get some days off during that season. Maybe look at domestic options. We know times are hard, but there are people who can afford to travel, who can afford to plan those kinds of vacations. The great thing is you'll be supporting domestic business. Money stays here, right? You're giving a lot of people a chance to earn something over the holiday period. And you get a nice relaxing time. So do some research. There are even travel agencies out there who can help you plan, uh, what do we call it, a staycation. It's when you stay local, right? (laughs) You'll plan a staycation right here in Ghana, okay? So Mm -hmm. don't worry. You can't get 30 days to buy visa, but it's okay. Mm. You can get days in Ghana and enjoy that too. And it it will not hit your pocket so hard. Yeah. Thank you. That's your money. Brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. If you hear this message, wherever you stand, I'm calling every woman, calling every man. We're the generation we can't afford to wait. The future started yesterday, and we're already late. We've been looking for a song to sing Search for a melody Search for someone to leave We've been looking for the world to change If you feel the same Then go on and say If you're out there Sing along with me We can destroy hunger, we can conquer hate. Put down the arms and raise your voice for joining hands today. Search for a leader. Thirty-five. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Sending your Telegram messages on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Can send a regular text message as well on the same number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. 
can have, people so need that, to find Charlie ways of getting in touch. If you don't have anything apart from WhatsApp, Charlie, <laughs> you go chop out this morning. Charlie, we are engaging on other platforms. Yes, yes. Regular we, text messages. And calls. And we'll call you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll call you. That's okay. what matters. But um, listening to um, Professor Buckpen and his thoughts on what the his uh, his diagnosis of the problem we have with the economy and the way going forward. We've spoken about the dollars, of course. We've spoken about the reliance on imports. Mm-hmm. Uh, some have also even criticized the overly liberal nature of our market and the repatriation of capital at crucial times, you know, and its impact on the economy. And a story caught my hand on City Newsroom, and I'm going to add link that to something. So on City Newsroom, for instance, you know, we had the shop closures in Kumasi, and then we had it in Accra, suspended. Well, in Kumasi, the traders now are threatening to close their shops again, again. for two weeks mm. this time. And according to the City Newsroom story, uh, says that about eight trader groups and importers in Kumasi are threatening to close their shops and stop imports for two weeks to protest the continuous freefall of the city against major trading currencies. If they're stopping imports, there, I, I would... I would I won't mm. give you complaints. Stop the imports. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, stop it unless see. Yeah. You know, they are saying that at the moment, they, this, the traders who import and sell clothes and wear see the unstable nature of the exchange rate is collapsing their business and also mm. eroding their capital. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they'll be back at it if the situation is not dealt with again this week. And another, the reason why earlier in our touch up with what was happening with the government and trying to deal with this was the meeting with the AGI. We've spoken about the AGI Guta issue, particularly those importers, exporters against industrialization yeah. or industry. And something came to my attention. You know, when all this happens and the situation becomes hard, it's the ones who don't, who come from outside, who leave. Mm. Game is shutting down, in yes. case you've not heard. Game. The game, yeah, the game, the, 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 the yeah, shop. Because the economic situation has become untenable for them. So they are, part of their process of saving their money is to close shops in Ghana, Tanzania, Nigeria, Uganda. So those people, I'm sure people have seen on social media the sales that is happening there and whatnot. Yeah. But the point is, this was a shop that was filled heavily with a lot of imports goods, yeah. as well. Okay. Things became hard. And they're going. They're going away. Jobs are going to be lost mm-hmm. significantly. And that regard, because they, they did employ quite a lot of people in that space. But that is why we need the locals to get strong mm. in that space. Because if they were local, they would find a way of staying afloat. They, they would not go anywhere. Mm. All the money would have mm-hmm. been here. Okay. You understand? Even so, in the face of the current economic climate. Because if we had built stronger ones like that, mm-hmm. you would not have as many imports coming in. Well, true. You yeah. understand? Because you have local industry to deal with some of the implements that are required there. Some of the. So we had chicken in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where were they sourced from? They had fruit juice in there. Where was the sourced from? They had wine in there. Where is the sourced from? They have, what else did they, they, they sold a lot of things in that shop. Most of them sourced from um, their home country. That requires dollar. When the profits are made, how does it go? 
And this, this initially made a lot of money. Okay. But the economic crunch indicates that, okay, now you're not so valuable to us. So we cut our losses. It's the reality of modern business. But the point I'm trying to make is when it becomes hard, right? If you've built your local industry enough to the point, they will be around. Okay. Okay. And you might not actually even struggle as much. Right? You might not struggle as much. So, if, the, if we look at, uh, and I'm taking Mr. Pongkrumah's advice on this one. If we don't produce milk in Ghana, right? Milk has gone from two CDs to around eight or nine, if I'm not mistaken, let's say a tin yeah, of milk. Yeah, normal tin of evaporated Of milk, right? Because we, even the local brands, I'm sure they, maybe they might package abroad and bring. Mm-hmm. As compared, do you think the price of milk has gone up in Kenya? <laughs> the price of milk has not gone up in Kenya. Why? They produce milk in Kenya. You understand? The price of milk will be stable. That's key. Okay. Meat has gone up. You were complaining about going to the market. You think the price of meat has gone up in Kenya? <laughs> they produce a lot of meat. It has not gone up. Okay. Even if it has gone up, it will be marginal. It will be marginal. Not at the rate that we are having it. You you, you, you understand? I get it. Tissue prices have gone up. Do mm. you think they've gone up in Kenya? Because they are made... Chandaria they- Industries, they produce tissue for half of East Africa. Not the country. Half of East Africa. It is based there. Jogo Road. That is where they are established. That is where they are. If you go to Jogo Road, plenty traffic. Chandaria. <laughs> You understand? Made there. I hope you, you, you get my drift yes, with I, this. I, I, I so, it. prices might increase because some of the implements will certainly be imported. But, will it be at the rate at which we've had? No. Which is why we keep on saying everybody has their issues. But ours seems to be at a really poor level because we've not been able to do the things that would give us the cushioning that we would require. You understand? Yeah. Which is the problem we are having now. So, the big one going forward is the AGI meeting, the whatever meetings. You must come out of this meeting today knowing that over the next three or four years, we are really, really not going to just pay lip service to industrialization. We are not just going to pay lip service to agric. We are not going to pay lip service to all its attendant industries. We are actually going to put our money there. You see, the thing is, without the government's backing in those spaces, individuals will not be able to make it to the levels that we are reliant on. They will still do hoe and pickaxe and matok farming, which is not what we need all over. We need a certain level of mechanization to get a certain level. Okay, that will save us from some of these things. Some of Ghana is one of the leading importers of second-hand clothing. Oh yeah, we, we import last. If you looked at twenty twenty, in fact, we were the leading importers of foods. Again, using the final the information minister's keys, half the countries you mentioned are finding ways of. Halving or completely stopping second-hand clothes coming in. Mm. 
imports. Okay, so again, how much of their of foreign exchange is being sought to go and look for those things? But for us, it's like everything is happening at the same time. Which is why we are in, a, in this mess that we are in. Oh. Like, it's just back to back to back to back. It's just, yeah, it's compounded. So the, the meetings today, which I'm saying, like, I, I, the government really needs to go into this with an open mind because they will hear some harsh things and they don't have a record of dealing well with harsh criticism. They don't have a record of looking at it favorably at all. But I'm saying, have an open mind in these engagements with people. I know the MPA is meeting BDCs as well. The BOG is meeting Forex, Bureau people, and the banks. Whatever tough measures need to be, to be taken, they must be taken in such a way that at the end of this, the Ghanaian finance space, the Ghanaian agric space, the Ghanaian industrialization space is strengthened beyond normal. If you have to get to the point where you say we are cutting off certain companies from working here, cut it off. If it gets to the point where you are saying that certain things will not come into the country for a while, take those decisions and say those things will not come in here for a while. Whilst we focus on getting we will not get to 100%. We are 20%. We want to be able to get to 60% of livestock production coming from Ghana. Once we get there, Netherlands, Canada, America, we will deal with you and your poultry. We can let you bring some in. But at the moment, we just need to catch the 60%. And stay focused to it. The, the difficulty we have is our governments tend to wilt in the face of pressure from the international contemporaries. Primarily because we don't have money. So if they, they decide to squeeze them small, no, then they wilt. So there is never spine to stand up to some of these well-funded, heavy lobby groups that these companies employ. But it goes back to what you said. Because we haven't built enough muscle. No, but you can... When will you develop it? It won't happen over time. Those who build... The muscle, if you go to the gym, it happens over, <laughs> over time. Yeah, it's not instant, unless you're taking steroids. It's not overnight. Yeah, unless you're taking steroids. Mm-hmm. But, do you think it's also because of uh, uh, the way our political system works? So you've got four years to make some kind of an impact if you're seeking re-election, right? Yeah. So in that four years, something like what you're talking about, meeting certain targets, maybe to increase our percentage of local production of whatever, so that mm-hmm. we can reduce our importation of same... So now this politician is thinking, okay, I only have four years. Mm -hmm. In that four years, if I lay this plan in motion, I may not reap the benefits in four years. How do I then get Mm reelected? Do you understand? The only way I can maybe, or or the, the period in which the benefits will be seen by the populace would mean I have to get a second term. Mm -hmm. So let me do anything to, to just to get that second term which might delay implementation of measures that would actually benefit us in the long term. I don't know if any if these political term limits are a factor in some of the decisions that are made because anyone who goes in first term generally is looking for a second term. So they're working towards re-election. I, 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 I don't buy that. I buy into the notion of greed. 
Ah, okay. I buy into the notion of greed <laughs> being the reason why there isn't backbone to force a Greek to mm-hmm. work, mm. to force industry to work. Mm. Okay. Poultry industry has lost 2,000 jobs. No, 20,000 mm. mm. from the last check we did. Half the poultry farms in the dominant poultry business areas are gone. If you go to a they place are like gone. the Bono region, they're saving 70%. Yeah. If you think in terms of votes, Bono are half a region. If poultry farms are doing well there, based on government policy, would they not vote for you? Of course they will. As compared to one importer who can bring in 200 containers, mm-hmm. how many people does that person employ? I agree with you. So, but that person has more money. That is my point. Which is to the finance greed. your campaign. Which is the greed. And yeah. the getting that poultry farm to be as productive as you want it to be may take more than that four years. Or a large scale may take more than the four years. Yes, so the politician is thinking, hmm, financier who imports mm-hmm. versus farmers who I have to pump a lot of money into and maybe they will see in five or six years will reap the but, benefit but, as a country. But, but the farmers see that you are doing the work. They should see. Yes. They should so, see. And if you do it well and the farmers are seeing it, they will vote for you if they want to vote for you. I agree with you. Exactly. But most of the time, it's not just about fun. It's just about lining pockets. And that is what needs to end. It does. You see, the, the lining of the pockets has become more important mm-hmm. yeah. than developing the backbone to stand up to the large companies, the powerful countries who want to bring their things here rather than mm-hmm. uplifting our own space. Yeah. Other than that's what I'm saying, the government must insist the only that we do not get back to the point where we are so distressed like this. Yes. The only way that happens is that we must stay focused on the agric agenda, stay focused on its attendant industries agenda, stay focused on uplifting the manufacturing sector properly. Which is why I said when I was going through the some of the 1D1F mm. companies, I was a bit disappointed. Mm. Okay, because if we we have we ha- we have come to this arrangement where the government has put in money or something in some of these entities, mm. would expect that over six years, the which one of them is at the point where they are the ones keeping us afloat. Not one. In all the things that we are importing, if you look at the drivers of inflation, the last one the Ghana Statistical Service did, we are looking at grapes. If I were the government, first thing I'm saying is, don't bring grapes. Keep the grapes away. Who is importing the grapes? Where do they sell grapes in this country? Because grapes requires a certain level of storage. So where, where do they sell grapes? Who is bringing the grapes in? Let's hold grapes. Okay? Because obviously it's taking away a chunk of your money. Cooking oil. Hmm, that's the painful one right now. Cooking oil was taken. Then fuel. Fuel would be fixed if we had the thermal oil refinery business dealt with. That one we've not been able to deal with. Again, nobody wants to deal with thermal oil refinery. But we all know that this problem we have would quite will, will not end, but will not be as painful if thermal oil refinery worked even at 60% capacity. 60, not 100. 60. But it's not. And nobody is willing to do it. So, we will wait for the outcome of those meetings. But we expect to see 
some spine going forward mm. in saying that we will actually do the Greek well. It will not be about making money. We will do the industrialization well and then we move it forward. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. And let me say WhatsApp is back. It looks like it's working again. I've had a few messages come through. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> people are excited. <laughs> people are happy. The WhatsApp messages. Uh WhatsApp is back up. We'll just observe and see. So you can send me your messages on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Um Koku is here, Godfred is here as well we'll go through a few of your messages but galamse is not off the table yes these days we are dealing with petrol prices but galamse is not off the table because the consequences of illegal mining are still being felt all over the country people are still going through it people are still going through the consequences and people are still digging and seeing all kinds of videos guys i'm sure you've also seen some of the videos making the rounds of people saying that we'll dig and dig. There's one I saw where the guy said, if you take away the excavators, we'll dig with our hands. I mean, Charlie, that's a very serious thing. So, Galamse is still on the table, but let's go through... Um, okay, we'll go through some of your messages because WhatsApp was down. We'll try and, uh, you know, collate a few. But, um, you know, like, like you know... Godfrey has highlighted a few things. But for me, my, my, the biggest thing I'll say, and I agree with Godfrey on, on that, the government should go into all these meetings with these different stakeholders with a very open mind. Because these are the people who work on a daily. And you'll be surprised at how knowledgeable they are in these matters. And so I feel that the government should just 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 listen. Just listen to, to these people. Listen to what they say. If they bring ideas, write them down. Okay, you are sitting in government. You are at the policy end. So you will try and situate all of these things within your policy conversations. But it's important that you listen to the people who are in all of this. And then the industrialization part. We've said it enough. And I always say that COVID gave us an opportunity. And it feeds into this thing I always say when I say Godfrey laughs. About Ghana. Look, we are the only country I can think of where the universe keeps giving us opportunities to learn. The day that that opportunity tap will run dry, we really go chop hot because we've had several opportunities to go beyond the conversation, go beyond the rhetoric and get down to some hardcore work and get down to some hardcore work. Okay, there are countries on this continent who are doing far better because there's just the willingness to do hard work, hard concrete work hard work to get things going because the Ghana that we all see in our mind's eye, it will not come to fruition only by wishing. It will come to pass when we work. So we need to be serious about industrialization. Shops are folding up and before they fold up, you take a trip there and see the things they are selling. How many things on those shelves are made in Ghana items? How many? How many of those items are made in Ghana items? So we need to get very serious about building industry, propping it up well, and over time developing the muscle so that the next time something like this shows up, we can handle the stress and we can keep going. Okay? We are not saying that nobody's feeling it, but some people are feeling it more than the others. 
And I don't want this country of mine to be in that category the next time because we never know what the next time will bring. So we need to be serious about industrialization. All the talk about 1D1F, some, oh yeah, they are operational. Agreed, they may be working, but are we plugging them into the bigger plan of getting this country properly industrialized to the point where we can produce a lot of the things ourselves and we rely on the outside world for one or two things? Because this over-dependency on foreign goods, that is what is driving the CD crazy and it's just driving everybody up the wall. And because we are in this mix or, 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 or fix, look at all the things that are happening. There's dollar shortage. And that means that the price will go up. People are hoarding. Investors are not sure. You don't know what's happening to your investments. Debt rich. All kinds of things are happening all across the pyramid from the very bottom to the top. And it all goes back down to hardcore policy, hardcore implementation, and just doing the hard work it requires if we really want to build this country. Look, we all want this country to work. And it doesn't matter the divide or which side of the divide you are on. When you sleep and dream of Ghana at night, we all see the same thing of a country that's prosperous, wealthy, and has equal opportunity for all of us. But if we don't get our hands to the plow, if we don't get our hands and feet dirty and do some hardcore work, it just will not happen. It will not happen because you have manifestos that are nice, Nicely printed, written, 80 pages, 100 pages, gloss, PDF. No, it will work because we really want it to work. Let's go through some of the messages that have come through on 0549986996. Do we have a few? Yes, I think we have a couple. Um, Koki, yes, let's go through some of the messages. Charles from Tema says, how can we build local industries when government after government awards contracts to cronies and systematically collapses businesses that are apolitical? Okay. Um, this one is coming from someone called Godfred, and it's to you, Godfred. It says, within the short four years with a politician, are we willing and ready to walk the talk with governments when they decide to stand up to the global business interests of, say, poultry, cooking oil, secondhand clothing? These interventions can only be fully embedded with medium term of at least five to seven years. As citizens, we must be willing to go through some stress before the import substitution agenda yields the expected fruits. Okay? Oh, true. Big point there. Mm, yep. So listening to the City Breakfast Show, you can send in your messages on 0549-986-996. We'll take a very quick break. When we come back, we have more for you. Don't go anywhere. Please stick and stay. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Praise the most lights every day.
Listening to the City Breakfast Show. Our messages are welcome on 0549-986-996. Like I said before the break, illegal mining or Galam say is still there. It's still alive. Yes, in the last week or so it's been economy, dollar, you know, depreciation, all of that. But Galamse is still going on. Now, despite government's assurances to stop Galamse activities which are polluting many rivers in the country, the Pra River remains one of the most polluted water bodies in the western region. Now, our correspondent, Akwesi Ejenim, takes a look at the challenges confronting the Dabwasi water treatment plant, which is currently able to treat around 4.8 million gallons of water daily out of its installed capacity of 6 million gallons from the Galamse polluted River Pra. River Pra is today the main source of raw water that is treated by the Ghana Water Company's water treatment plant here in Dabwase in the Wasa East District of the Western Region. But unfortunately, this is the state of water that is treated by the plant. A look at it tells you that the turbidity or the purity of this very water is in bad shape. This very pumping plant or the intake is where the water is actually pumped into the plant for processing. But a look at it shows that the pumping machines over here are having issues because the water state is what actually impacts on the pumping machine. And according to engineers over here, whenever the turbidity of the water is that bad, it also affects the efficiency of the pump. And for that matter, its ability to actually pump enough water into the plant for processing. We will be going inside the pumping room to actually see the states of the pumping machines and how they work. It could be seen that it is very far below. And this is the states of the kind of water that uh, the company has to actually uh, treats uh, for the general masses consumption and as, as you can see it is not really in good taste uh, at all according to the Ghana water company uh, these four pumps we actually see here at the intake point or the pumping room where the water is actually pushed from the river into the plant for processing when this pump have to deal with a very bad turbidity of the quality of water coming in here the pump sometimes even gives up and that affects the quantity of i mean pumping that will actually uh, happen here in the pumping room before the water actually gets to the plant and the, the issue here is that for the pumps to actually do the work that they have to do the turbidity of the water or the purity of the water should not be that bad and whenever it is that bad it has its own implication on the lifespan or the quality of work the pumps have to do so now i've actually moved inside the dabwasi water treatment plant proper where we have two main settling tanks the one actually on my right i'm told is supposed to under my circumstances have about three million gallons of water and this one 
on my left side is supposed to also have three million gallons of water inside here at the uh, dividing chamber i'm told this is where from the intake the raw water actually came into the plant and over here the water is actually mixed with alum before it moves straight into uh, the settling tanks and this very settling tanks has two chambers you see the primary settling tank over there looks very dirty i mean the turbidity of the water over there is an issue it goes through some kind of processing before it comes to the secondary chamber where the water actually uh, settles and then you see that there's a serious contrast between the state of the water from the primary uh, chamber and the second uh, second chamber and uh, from here i'm told it goes into that facility over there where several chemicals is actually applied and don't forget the ghana water company has always been complaining that a lot of chemicals is has to be actually used in processing the water before it gets to our individual homes and that costs them money and so for them looking at the state of the turbidity of the water in the primary chamber before it comes to the secondary chamber this is all cost to the states and for such monies to actually be spent wisely the issue of galamse must be checked it must be nipped in the in the bud for this country to cut down on the cost of water that is consumed the demand for water is between 15 and 20 million gallons of water a day sometimes produce two million as i told you two million in a day and sometimes that water doesn't produce at all nothing nothing comes out because of galamse illegal mining activities upstream the pra river there is so much silt accumulation at the intake this silt deposit makes it very difficult for at least some amount of water to come to the intake so instead of seeing water there you would rather be seeing silt and instead of our pumps abstracting water instead of drawing water to the plant it ends up taking silt, sand, into the plant. So this makes it very difficult for us to be able to get adequate quantities of water to abstract. Ghana Water Company, we ourselves cannot stop Garamse. So after touring the plant, we have come to the chemistry lab to actually see what actually goes through in terms of I mean, the processes that the water that is taken, and I mean the raw water, goes through before it becomes, I mean, water that is close to something that we can consume. And over here at the lab, as you can see, we've been told that this very water in this glass is a raw water that came from the intake. And several chemicals is actually added throughout this series before we get something that is close to what can actually be considered uh, water uh, to be consumed and that gives you an idea of the level of or uh, the quantity of chemical expenses that the Ghana Water Company has to actually incur before we are able to get the water that we consume in our various homes but even in this state residents within Sekenita Krade still have issues with the color of water that actually comes to them and so we will be talking to them to find out what they make of the water that actually comes to their homes. I had a offense, the bully, and a yes, sir. You've been what was a suit, pipe or honey, you too. And I feel so pipe on the same, you know, and yet 
usesu wane nina e aya poto nti bule ya ane ya sayede ya yade nti ya wepese wa pipe unobodo shuku kromi hana enso yetumi asebi nene nini sunu ya beye ye ya mai pachogana wata na midi ye yuma nini sunu ya ye asayi nini na ye poto nti ya saba nsaye omu wane negala msee nwa mwisha na umbre na asemaye here in Intercardi, I've been too of water now, it's very, very bad. In fact, about two months now, you're not getting water. Even if there is water, you <laughs> can't even use because the color of the nature of the water itself is very, very bad. We can't compare both the pipe water and uh, uh, the ground water because it's virtually the same. In fact, uh, the activities that is going on in the Galamse is really worrisome. Now, in fact, you don't get water. I don't know what. I'm going to even use to bath this evening. Uh, in fact, you always have to rely on tankers and the rest. Until the government stay committed to its promise to fight illegal small-scale mining here in Ghana, this is the kind of water the Ghana Water Company will have to continuously use in treating potable water for the consumption of residents of Secondly Takrade Metropolis. For City News, I'm Jenim. That was it. So that was a report from the Western Regional Kwesier JNN. Just running us through the stress, really, that the Dabwasi water treatment plant has to go through to provide water for the people who live in their operational zone. So, yes, <laughs> we see the cost of gallons. It's very expensive for Ghana water to actually get water cleaned out properly so you and I can enjoy. Let's go to the Ashanti region, okay? Now, we are moving away from water, for example, to, say, smallholder farmers in parts of the Ashanti region. Now, farmers who depend on water sources in the region they say that the Ofen River, for example, is not in a good state and they cannot use it to water their farms. Now, they use such water bodies for irrigation. Now, the farmers lamented how they lost their yields when they used water from the polluted river on their farms during the dry season. So, we see if you have an amalgamation of these, that could affect low yield and then we could all suffer the consequences further down the line. Now, correspondent in the region, Hafiz Tijani, he visited some communities in the Trimamponya district to assess the state of water bodies, and he's put together this report. For the past 10 years, 48-year-old Bandim Anani has been working on this land where he cultivates pepper and okra. Smallholder farmers like Anani in communities like Abumpe and Bedabwo in the Achumamponia district, have for years relied on the river often as a major source of water for irrigation. Anani connects a water hose from a section of the river often just behind his residence to his three-acre farm, which is meters away. But the destruction of the water source by illegal miners is posing a danger to his farming business. Since I started, I've been working for 27 years, 28 years. I've been working for a But America have been two years, three years. I've been working for a long time. Oh, I've been working for a long time. I've been working for a long time. But you see, 
galafon ba ha na mefanse nsuo no ese usu kaka ho asama enruba bia oka ho asama enruba bia o mo sey nsuo no wa hwekura na na obi akwa kofa ho tan akwa kokun de nyina obi aye nani na yete hon mu no obi ehwe nti ye ya e nyame ama de nyame nsuo ne begusu no egusu na de kakra e benya ne ya fanesa ese ye club no ese ne nyina wodi gusu a obonse na adaso wodi gusu na adaso nti masuno eche nani ne kwati se this way no ndina ase enchirani na ebani nyina ndi obonse jina hono na twa rasta na ase nyina ase nte kamko a wa okoko pebusia kwoto fertilizer fertilizer boto ba ko 5 million wo de ba ye niamwa we nyina obewi la show no hu de kwakosi e kamko ano asafaka nte ye problem ayo mu no the benefits he gets from this farm after every harvest is enormous but his worries began when illegal miners invaded his community wo hwasia yi ma bi wa benya be three bags four bags wo tinyana na increase ekwa ni mo wo tinyana nte e bet ma basa ba tibi benya be 12 15 12 je bi odu kwa dwama so boto ba kwa bi ha 15 million 12 million i ba lo kura na 6 million te no no four days one week bi awote week bi awote nte me boa wo ma wo so nye skade hwa busuafo other farmers in this community share a similar sentiment Farmers do not only use water from the Ofin River for irrigation but also drinking. Andrews Bandim says they now carry sachet water to their farms because drinking the polluted water source is impossible. Esi almum die be se mfa se be mreka krenye from last year eba no. Eno mse galani Ofin ni se die si ase no ho adia din. Emwa ye ni ye se adwuma we kura 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 kura. As I say, you see, I'm mobile for one me, some boom, and also such as water, and I'm the other two animal, and no milk, and he freezes, and the sentinel and get yanum crown, or fin and yanum. Yano yang turns over being no more fin and you cry, and you see a one who be near Sago Galon by bet. And I'm said, and near into the above for one near such as water near the other. And a wee and also two ones, a twin chance were said, and Nino Sia, and he come because I'm said Galan a year in it. Wodi gbo eniamo no so a na man nyema ha ban nyina ewu na apure gu na kyesa akum enkuma na ase meko no once intin amwa ye dwumadia ye din hanum kura 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 the river offense spans major farming communities in districts of the Ashanti region the activities of illegal miners have affected the color and turbidity of the water source assembly member for the Bedabo electoral area Alex Insia tells City News illegal miners are not relenting despite efforts to stop them. Nkatuwa masuasi oho tetem bia omukan ho asem na yagaya tu wana mo atu atu sede na kwa forno mo kanwa oka kwa forno ma yesen so krusu ebe xa o demu a oku anko obeya obepam obekko ana mo adisi kwa ba tu afa ho wa hanya asem ketoa nso ye ye oko ade wono wonte ha oko ya na o ma any committee for a while, so I take it to task for so a numb swimmer. I should teach you, woman, answer quite a bit per bench, young call police station. Also, still, it's all Maria, what the one I draw better figure to do. Also, so is I'm the only media crowd where I'm not the order. And he, a ma or more adjudicator, a high. The farmers and other community members want the government to step in. Insure, 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 ins
kenyina make me say aban aban ba ne mo obeboya na say fertilizer be be adwama so na so be hwen suo na ani beti ayi benya bia ye ni ma ko bia mfo bi ho but ne na ni anti a ebere na oso anya bi ye de ye adwama ma wo yire no ma anya bi adi ye hwa busu afo bebere hwa busu afo bebere asuru suo na say say gusu nka kra kra nsuo no tia asa nsuo no tia asa na je be jina ho sa na atwa ma na asai tren de be sra ban say ye be sra na ada so be boa ni wa tu anamon na wa ma dumadie na ekoso na ama yensuro ni ahuna yenya binnum ni yenya binsum fanye yemfuo na chesa ama yeyemfuo na asae busi ebe ho kopen wo ankrankran wo ne bank dia ya djuma na ebewie kire kura na de yentumi tu anti wontu anamon bia obetima boa na wa ma omon wo nsuo nsu ni nsuo nu dia dia enti ama nsuo nu asae no nsuro ni beti na ayese kane no se de ne sitie esan se ye wa na fo anum but in soon a free a man cranso, a sibim yet to Tony, who had the adini, intense rely on no, and a bisiasimus ronum. Yes, one moon, and we had the bent one, we had the front musab, a far musal, and so no, and yet potopotopot, we crown mobile, and we have been fierce and company for the muko, or finum mumco coherea. When crammed to market for the past best two weeks, near and yet no, and yet the end of opinion is seven prejudice, and so no, who so night is in Susansu. Nsu a ato ofia kese ahono ayi nete no adade a etini ekonsa nete entini oban mu aye farmers like anani remain handicapped in stopping these illegal miners but their livelihoods continue to be threatened farmers in this community rely on this water source for irrigation purpose the nature of the river has changed because of the destruction caused to it by activities of illegal miners. The farmers are not happy and they want an urgent government intervention. Hafiz Tijani, City News, Abompe, Ashanti region. So that was a report that came from the Ashanti region. So very interesting perspectives. Very, very, very interesting perspective. One from the Western region on the stresses that the Dabuase, Dabuase water treatment plant experiences on the daily, just mm. so people there can get water. Mm. And then the other bit has to do with farmers who rely on the natural water bodies to irrigate their farms. And they're saying that the, it, the quality of water is so horrible that it's affecting their yields. <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say. Um, the evidence is there. It is obvious. It doesn't take a rocket scientist. I'm, I'm sure we've all seen the video that was going around social media with someone who took um, the, aerial from shot. The, the aerial shot. shot. Yeah. I mean, as you said, what else, what else is there to say? The, the, the talk is enough. It's action that's yeah. needed. Yeah, it's yeah. action that's needed. And that, that those who are charged to act are acting i mean from what we've seen heard what we know the landsman and his team are acting the reg sex are acting um the military is acting you know traditional authorities they're doing are something they're do- well that's acting isn't yeah. it they're, doing they are doing something the verb doing a few weeks today 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 is it yesterday or today one of the papers spoke about the director from the minister, but that by November 22nd, yes, the excavators. Yes. all excavators 
in the country must be what? Must be registered, must otherwise it'll be confiscated. It'll be By November the 2nd. Registered with the Ministry of the, the Ministry. Minerals Commission. You know, and I, I, I looked at it and I asked myself, did we not put trackers on excavators? We did. Yes, we did. Some time back? What happened? They were not tracked. What happened? The, if, if you look at... <clears throat> The raft of policies, announcements that we've had on this thing for five years. You know, the and where we are now. Should it be? Should it have been this bad, with all that has been done and announced? Tells you a lot about what exactly you have been doing. And and my concern is we had a week where there was women vigor. Mm-hmm. President has spoken. We have met this. We have done that. Hey, 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 hey. The week <laughs> after that, what? Back to normal. Yeah. We are mining like yeah. nobody's Factory business. Settings. We are mining like nobody's business. Okay. Do you, do you want to... Yes, what, 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 okay. what do you think? So I'm going to read this from the Finder newspaper. All excavators not registered by November 2nd to be confiscated. And this is the Minister of Lands and Natural Resources, Samuel Abujinapo. He's ordered that all excavators in the country be registered with the Metropolitan, Municipal or District Assembly with jurisdiction over the area where the excavator is located. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the particular MMDA... Mm-hmm. Where the excavator is located, mm-hmm. it has to be registered there. Now, this is an interesting one. Hmm. Because, I mean, excavators we move. Suck, so, okay. suck <laughs> the DCEs, MCEs, <laughs> when the thing is happening first. The person has sat down for yeah. four or five years. Then some of the excavators are parked in front of the DCEs' houses, their offices, whatever. <laughs> the excavators are moving through their backyards yes. to go and do whatever it is. They don't stop it. They don't do anything. It is registration that would, they will do. So let's yeah, you don't go and register it and say, go and do it. So the database for the registered excavators shall capture the name and particulars of the owner of the excavator, the date the excavator was brought into the country, the registration number of the excavator, the chassis number of the excavator, uh-huh. will also capture the purposes for which the excavator was brought into the country, uh-huh. where the excavator is expected to be used, uh-huh. the name and particulars of the current operator and or user of the excavator, and any other particulars that the MMD may deem necessary. Now, an excavator not registered within the stipulated period, whether found at a mining site or any other operational site or elsewhere, shall be seized and the necessary legal steps will be taken to confiscate the same to the state. That's the Ministry's directive. This is being done in concert with the Ministry for Local Government, Decentralization and Rural Development. The Local Government Minister Damboche has thus directed all MMDAs to ensure strict compliance with the Lands Ministry. Do you know directive. why this won't work? It's a, it's a fantastic idea. I'm not... Mr. Jinapo has a plan. This is a really good plan. But it won't work because the MMDs are compromised. The MMDs are... The ones we have now, they are compromised. Nobody wants to say it. We will say it. They are compromised. The people leaking information to the... When the MMDs are the ones who attend RedSec meetings. Yes. So who has been... When they go and meet the police there, they agree. Today we are going here. By the time they get there, the Galamse people will call. They say you are coming. Calm down, small for me. I have not finished what I'm doing. That's what's been happening in the mining districts. 
that's why our first point on this was, look, in the areas where this thing has gotten out of hand, three years, two years, and the constant there has been the MMDC uh, or what, whichever DC, whichever one it is that is there, who has supervised this and has not been able to do anything about it. And in fact, it's been getting worse. Some of them are not combating it properly. Why are they still at post? Why, 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 why do you believe that after four years of not doing anything, they will suddenly do something? Why? What is, where, where, where is that false belief coming from? So I'm, I don't have a problem with Mr. Jinapo's idea. It's a great idea. But the human beings that he is trusting to go and do their job, I'm sorry. Obviously, from what we have seen on the ground, they are compromised. If we are not supposed to do A, B, C, D. You see this happening in your area. You are not able to stop it. Year one, year two, year three, year four. With all the resources that empires that you have been given to be the administrative head of that area and you are able to do it. It is suddenly the declaration of crisis that means that you are going to be able to do it. I'm not buying that particular you know, transformation of character. I still say the president, since he's the one appointing them, should sack them. He should make a long list. District A. And you see, the thing is this. We know the areas where these things are pervasive. If you go to the western region, the Hunivali area, the Pristia area, all those people. Tell them that thank you very much for your service. You have done good with other things, but you have sat down and supervised this. I have a problem with it. Go away. That is how you declare war. What kind of war is this where everybody is at peace? What kind of war is this? Is that how to declare war? Kwaku, I'm asking you. You're asking me this sort of Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of war is this? Yeah, I'm, I'm, frust- I'm frankly frustrated a by this. one, maybe. I'm frankly frustrated. War can never... Remove, remove those elements from there and then you know that... Okay, clean slate. So that if it happens again, you know where the problem is. But you are keeping these individuals at post and asking them to be the ones to carry out your mission in the area to be your eyes and ears where for the past four or five years they have been the same people there they have not been any proper eyes and ears always making excuses oh we do not see we do not do this it is only excuses they have given us in the war against galamsey these mmdc's excuses from day one always finding small small victories to make them look good meanwhile the bigger problems are there clear them Hmm. otherwise this excavator business look the uh, Dabuasi, they don't have water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the people don't have time. Western region, we have been saying this, have been rationing water for some time now. It's been happening for, for a long Ashanti time. Ashanti region, farms are going. So if that is an urgency, then I don't know what it is. You know the areas. Matter. You know the areas. Remove those people and continue with the war against Galamsey and see. Or there aren't other people they can trust. Is that what they are saying? That they cannot trust other people? Because of what? You told us it is an existential crisis. The actions that you are taking do not show any existential crisis. Where, where, where is the drastic action? Where is it? We keep getting these announcements. We are getting tired of the announcements. Suck some people.
go to some of the comments uh, on Galamsi. People are reacting to the two reports uh, we played. Hmm. Yeah, okay. What's the update on the Galamsi Queen? Please, you guys should not take your eyes off that case before they ship her out again. Or they're referring to the Aisha Wan case there. Now, Nathan, I don't think Galamsi is the problem. I think the legal minors are the ones to be checked because Galamsi has been with us for over 50 years and our water bodies were fine. I, I think that's debatable. I think the extent to which this has gone is unprecedented. I stand to be corrected, right? Um, yeah, but I, I think the, the import of the message is that, look, this this had been happening. We, people had been minding doing these things for years. And like you said, now you have all kinds of new accoutrement being introduced, chang fans, all kinds of things. So maybe that's what's compounding. I read one to say they have, they have banned chang fans. <laughs> This is the second or third ban, ban on, on Chang Fan. Still, still, this still. is the second or third ban on Chang Fan. So, like the ban is it only on paper? Or what? Oh. They should continue destroying the water bodies soon. They'll buy a 500 mil sachet water at five Ghana cities. They should continue. Okay, girlfriend and go. Good morning. Please, is the Galamse fight a promise or a resolve? I think the answer will determine our plight. Such oh, a pity. Johnny, beautiful That's Johnny question. in Community Twenty Two. Johnny, beautiful question. Beautiful. <laughs> We are killing Galamse. Let's stop Galamse now. Galamse. We are killing Galamse. This rap is too priceless. Rap. A problem in Ghana abounds. The deviants are gaining grounds. Polluting our waters with mercury and rivers. The colors are changing to brown. Yeah, for brim, they turn off for starters. The quality no longer matters. You see, the future with judges are children my cancer, all so because of illegal miners. But yeah, they call for like but up. But hey, government, what that say? The miners work all day. Destroy land at This country is just insane. The laws are not working. We allow some people to come to this country, insult our integrity, indulge in Galam say. Our actions are so thoughtless. We Greedy and so heartless. We sacrifice our waters for gold and our villages are so heartless. Some people have no conscience. They think of their pocket and sell this country for repentance and destroy lives. Forgetting our rivers are too priceless. Are you seeing the signs? The results of illegal mines. Go to what gym when you China coffee, baby, but say you're such a careful switch again. And I say we're waging one massa and you're waging EPA, baby. I'm going to make so enter now. The rape, you forget the government. Let's all help now. Galam say we are killing Galam say now. Galam say let's stop Galam say now. Galam say we are killing Galam say now. Galam say let's stop Galam say now. Galam say we are killing Galam say now. Galam say let's stop Galam say. Now, Galam say, we are killing Galam say now. Galam say, let's stop Galam say. With the eastern, central vote and a western, northern Ashanti region. The rest I won't even mention. It's a point in the Messiah and poison. Kosha River Pra, interesting. River Brim, level of pollution. And yet, people are drinking. Jai, 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 cause our rivers are stinking. Aquatic life we are killing. Look, our values are sinking. I'm sorry, but we are not thinking. A pity future generations. What would they drink in this nation? Coke and Asaka nation. Cause our rivers are beyond extraction. Oh, I see the government making some effort to hopefully save our water. Bodies. These bodies are there, but we must bring them back to life to reduce our future worries. Chinese, Lebanese, Ananese, for our way and your way for your starving tummies. We know some Ghanaians help you, but Yabremo, go for your country's glories. We stopping Galamse and killing Galamse. Yes, we know that it will cost you money. Two wrongs do not make a right, so you destroy our soils and destroy our water bodies. In Mayaka National, so Galamse will make sure it dies like sound batteries. EPO, Susu, Dia, Mwefe, Libas, and Tigana, for crapple, and Fimo, Steady's rap. 
Galamse, we are killing Galamse now. Galamse, let's stop Galamse now. Galamse, we are killing Galamse now. Galamse, let's stop Galamse now. Oh, Galamse, we are killing Galamse now. Nine thirty-four. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. You can send in your thoughts and comments on the number zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. For repentance and destroying lives, forgetting our rivers are too priceless. Are you seeing the signs? The results of illegal minds. Let's have a conversation about one very, very important law that's quite new on uh, statute books. And every now and again, if you read the newspapers, you find the Attorney General talking about it. Talking about the plea bargain law. Yes, I'm sure if you you know watch your movies, you come across the term plea bargain, that kind of thing. But you're wondering, okay, what is it all about? That's why we've brought two of our very good friends, Marco Fori Amanfo, he's CEO of the Ladder Institute and Courage, Courage Asabagna, yes, I got the name right, legal consultant and lecturer, he's with the University of Ghana School of Law. Gentlemen, good morning, welcome to the City Breakfast Show, how are we doing? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, all right, wonderful. Now, we do know that the, the plea bargaining law has been passed, it's very new, very new, relatively new. And will ensure speedy and efficient disposal of um, criminal matters. But look, all of us, we are not lawyers. We don't even understand what this plea bargaining bit means and all of that. So let's let's start from there. Let's start from that point and then we can move on. But uh, Mark, l- let me start off with, can you just explain the concept of plea bargaining? What exactly is it? And what is it doing in our criminal justice system? Okay, okay, okay. Yes, uh, so thank you very much and uh, good morning to your listeners. Uh, so like you rightly mentioned, uh, plea bargaining essentially has to do with one of the methods that has been adopted in our criminal justice system to ensure speedy and efficient trial of criminal matters. Now, plea bargaining essentially has to do with a process in which the accused person will relinquish his or her right to go on a full trial in exchange mm. for a benefit. Now, the whole idea is that, constitutionally speaking, uh, an accused person is uh, presumed innocent until proving what guilty. So it means that prosecution has to prove the guilt or otherwise of mm. an accused person. So instead of going on a full trial, the accused person will admit his or her guilt okay. in exchange for a benefit. So the whole idea is to prevent, is to ensure speedy trial and to ensure that uh, we save resources, the state saves resources, the accused person also saves resources. So there are several types of plea bargain that uh, one may look at. We have what we call the charge bargain. So charge bargain essentially has to do with a concept whereby they plea or they negotiate on the charges. So you have four to five charges. You broke into a home you stole, you committed other offenses. So you admit guilt. Then they reduce the charges perhaps to one or two or even withdraw all the charges. Then we have what we call a sentence bargain. Here you negotiate in relation to the sentence. So maybe five to ten years you negotiate and you agree on seven years or five years. Then we have fact bargain. You negotiate as to the facts that should be presented before 
the court. I see. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so you, in most cases, uh, sometimes depending on the facts that you present before the judge, it influences the judge's uh, uh, consideration in convicting you. So you you agree on the facts that should be presented before the court, and you agree on that, and you present. So these are the three forms of plea bargaining that we have. So the idea is to ensure speedy trial and to avoid uh, uh, case uh, the long trial that we have in court and all that. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, Courage, but, but why did we have to do a new law for this? Is it that we didn't have enough laws to deal with the plea bargain? Why, why did we have to go through parliament, create a new law and, and all of these things? Yes, uh, uh, if you look at the framework that we had before the coming into force of this new mm-hmm. law, yes, we did have some aspects of plea bargain related to certain areas. So if you look at the Special Prosecutors Act, we had some aspect of plea bargain. If you look at the Courts Act, you look at the Narcotics Act and all that. But if you look at those acts that I've mentioned, it meant that one has to be charged under those acts before one can what, take advantage of plea bargain. So what we decided or what government has decided, the Attorney General has decided to do is to have a more formalized system that is not limited in scope, but which is broad in scope. So we decided to have an, a, a new act that will apply in all instances and to all cases, maybe. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, great, great. Okay, so according to the law, what categories of persons can enter into a plea garden, bargain? Is this for everybody, or are there only specific accused persons who qualify to yeah, enter so into a plea bargain? Uh, it applies to all accused persons. So uh, it works in a very simple form. So the accused person or prosecution can make a request. Mm-hmm. So we have what we call the initiation period or the commencement period. So prosecution can make a request to the accused person. The accused person can also make a request to prosecution that he or she wants to enter into a plea bargaining, depending on the evidence that uh, is presented before you. So any of the parties to the process can make a request. Okay. Yeah. And and this would essentially negate going through trial. I mean if if they come to an we'll agreement. Try, yes, yes. Okay. Save everybody's time and effort and energy and money and hopefully give justice as well. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you see the whole concept of a plea bargaining is to take care of some of the challenges that we have within our criminal justice system. So it's an alternative way. But again it is done in a way that it does not compromise the integrity of our what, our criminal justice system and okay. our judicial system. So there are guidelines that are being put in place to ensure that a prosecutor will not just sit somewhere with an accused person and say, let's enter into a plea mm, bargain. Mm, it mm. works in such a way that the prosecutor must get the written consent of the attorney general okay. before a plea bargain can be commenced. And again, they must inform the court in writing. And the court will then grant them leave to go and negotiate. Mm. Once they are done, they go back to the court. And the court has a role to play in ensuring that all the process were being adhered to, where the court can accept or reject the plea bargain. So again, there's that supervisory role that is being played by the court to ensure that there's some form of transparency in the system. Okay, so then at what point during a trial can a plea bargain be initiated? Yeah, it can be done at any point in time before judgment. 
okay. any point in time before judgment. The okay. whole idea is that uh, there's evidence to show that most of most accused persons are not represented by counsel. So it is possible that at or during the trial, you are being represented by counsel or you now have the chance to procure the services of a lawyer. So your lawyer may advise you looking at the evidence and be like, look, instead of you wasting time for two years and perhaps going for 10 years or 15 years, let's enter into a plea negotiation and see if we can get a good deal okay. so that you serve maybe five years or seven years rather than... So at any point in time before judgment is being pronounced. Okay, so like even if the judge decides, okay, judge says, okay, I'm going to deliberate on this, I'm going into my chambers, and even at that point, the lawyers for both parties can get together and say, okay, what are you saying? Do you still want to wait for the judge's decision or do you want to consider my offer? Even then. At that point, even at that point, it's still uh, not very straightforward in a sense that prosecution can still deny you that right. Ah, yeah, prosecution okay. can still deny that request. And again, they have to seek the written consent of the AG. So AG can also look at the facts and how far you've gone and perhaps mm-hmm. feel that ah, okay. there's overwhelming evidence against you okay. and that there's no need for you to waste our time. To right. <laughs> so which so, so, so means that timing is important. Yes, timing is very, very Knowing important. Knowing that you have to get the consent of the AG, yes. you need to work exactly. this thing out well yes. because that will take quite some time. Interesting. Okay. So, so if I'm an accused person, and I opt for a plea bargain, what are some of the options available to me in terms of my offense and, and charge? Yes. So you get, uh, it's possible that you get a reduction in your sentence. Mm. Uh, so let's say there's a range that is five to ten years. It's possible that if you enter into plea bargain, you, you may be likely to get a reduction in your sentence or a reduction of your charges or a withdrawal of what your charges. So there are instances whereby uh, we are going after the big fish, but you are in one way or the other connected with Mm -hmm. the big fish. So if you're able to assist us with investigation, instead of charging you with an offense, we'll just decide to withdraw that charge and what you help us to to go after that big fish. So it's possible that you might get a withdrawal or a reduction or a lesser charge Yes. So someone. This, okay. So here's a scenario. So let's say you're caught as an illegal minor, and you're working for someone, <laughs> yeah. right? And so prosecution says, "Listen, you're looking at 20 years in prison, but if you can tell me who's benefiting from your work on the ground, mm-hmm. I'll reduce that sentence to two years." Yeah. So when when it happens that way, uh, yes, it's very possible. But again, I'll emphasize that. You have to go through the process. Mm-hmm. It means that the person has to be brought before court. Mm-hmm. They inform the court that they intend going into what plea negotiation. Okay. The court to grant them leave and they'll go through the whole process then. Once they, and it is not automatic, it, it doesn't lie within the mouth of the prosecutor mm-hmm. to agree or to accept. It lies within the ambit of the court mm-hmm. to decide that, look, uh, we accept or will reject the plea bargain. Hey. Yes. Then the illegal minor says, okay, me too, I won't tell you who I'm working for. I'll go <laughs> to prison like that. Uh, yeah. It is, it's, it's mostly, uh, it has to be, uh, what I say, there should be factual basis. Right. In terms of looking at the facts and looking at the charge to see that the fact supports the charge. Okay. And once it is clear and looking at the gravity of the offense and all that, mm-hmm. the court has a say 
to determine whether to accept or reject. And once the court rejects, uh, the law requires the court to give reasons for the rejection of the plea bargain mm. and inform the parties. Okay. And But that will not deny them the opportunity to go back and what negotiate again. again. It means that you can go back and negotiate and come back with a new negotiation what plan or some f- terms wow. of uh, uh, plea bargain. Yes. So the judge can still say, I mean, even if both parties agree, we've come to this agreement, they can say, no, yes. I don't think it's <laughs> yes. acceptable. Yes, wow. and the judge must give reasons, written reasons, so that that will help the parties too. And at the point of negotiation, it's important to make it very clear that before the commencement of plea bargain, it's important that prosecution must disclose all relevant materials and evidence that they intend using against the accused person. This is to enable the accused person make an informed decision as to whether to enter into a plea negotiation or otherwise. Okay. Yes. Nice. Okay. Then, uh, if I may add, the other thing is that it is protected. So, for example, if the prosecution is using it, uh, whatever is disclosed within the plea bargain period remains with the plea bargain. So assuming there's a withdrawal or it stops, you cannot use that uh, additional evidence that you got during the negotiation. Oh. But I'm sure he can uh, explain the legal bit oh. more. So you are protected somehow. So if they are using it to catch a big fish, for right. example, the person has all the protection within the... So what goes into plea bargaining stays there. Okay, that's oh, important. I see. I yes, see. That's important. Okay. But, but so, so, so where does uh, the court come in then? Yes, so the court essentially doesn't play a role. I see. So the court is not part of the negotiation. Uh, it is only perhaps if you have instances whereby the accused person is not represented by counsel, then the court can recommend or draw the accused person's attention to the fact that he or she can what, take advantage of what play bargain. But the court doesn't play a role when it comes to play bargain or plea negotiation. Mm. Great. Yeah. I, I mean, somebody has just sent me a question. Person wants to know if civil cases qualify for plea bargain. No, civil no, cases. No. So, so, which type of cases? So, these are these are criminal matters. Criminal, so matters. criminal matters. Ah, but again, it doesn't relate to all offences. Mm. Uh, there are some offences that have been excluded. Uh, I remember during our consultation, we actually had a nationwide consultation in all the regions, and uh, uh, stakeholders were involved extensively. So there are some offenses that have been excluded. If you look at uh, treason and high treason because of its constitutional, uh, uh, because it is constitutional, high crime, rape, defilement, genocide, Mm. robbery, kidnapping, murder, attempted murder, and uh, uh, piracy because of the jurisdictional issues and all that, hijacking, and offenses related to public elections. I see. Oh. Yes. So you can't plea bargain in respect so, of... So, okay. So it means that all these ones that you've mentioned, plea bargains won't apply here. Won't apply. I see. Okay. Apply. So where would it apply? Just give me an example. Any other offense not mentioned. Not mentioned here. For instance... Stealing. Stealing. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Assault. Ah. Yes. Uh, it won't, okay. Uh, those yes. ones, those right. ones will okay. Okay. The plea bargain can work in those cases. Exactly. Okay. Mm. I see. That's interesting. So yeah. these ones are common. other jurisdictions, people can plea bargain even for murder charges. Yes. Yes. 
But in we some are not there yes, yet. Yes. Okay. We didn't want to. Okay. During the consultation, the whole idea was or is to start with. Gradually. Yes, okay. because uh, society has a certain sense when it comes to some of these right. offenses. So it will be difficult to convince people that you commit rape and enter into a right. plea bargain. Mm. So, I agree. Yes. I see. I see. So let's, let's you know, for, for example, I begin the plea bargain process. Can I change my mind and say, look, I, it, I said I wanted to do a plea bargain. I, I'm not interested in it. Can I opt out of the process? Yes, you can. Okay. But you must do so before it is accepted by the court. Mm. <laughs> wow. Yes. Once it is accepted by the court, then the court will go ahead and convict you based on your own plea. Ah, yes. okay. So you must do so time timely before. So, so it goes back to the point I made. Timing is of the essence yes, in okay. doing all of these things. Yes. And Wonderful. Indeed, they are normally they are given normally 30 days yeah. to do the negotiation to okay. avoid it being abused or defeating the purpose for which. Okay. Wonderful. In that 30-day period... Does the trial still continue, or is, is it? I mean, how does it work when you're if you decide to enter into a plea bargain agreement or negotiations? Does the trial still go on w- no. until you reach an agreement, or yeah, you, no, it, it stopped? It, yeah, it, it stopped temporarily. Yeah, I guess until exactly. Okay. So it stayed for you to negotiate within that thirty days. So once you conclude, then you appear before the judge or the court. Then you are announced. Whatever your agreement is, but it has to be in written form. And again, if the complainant or the victim has any objection to raise in respect of the terms of the agreement, the law allows the victim or the complainant to file a written statement which will be attached to the plea uh, agreement and presented to the court for the court to take it into consideration as to whether to accept or otherwise. So sometimes maybe the gravity of the offense or the harm that you've caused to the person is so grave that the person will want some form of restitution or some form of compensation. And in that regard, the court can uh, make an order for compensation to be paid to the victim or the complainant. Okay. Yes. Um, Is plea bargaining available to anyone regardless of whether you are on remand or out on bail or do you have to be someone who maybe is... Once, yes, so a remand prisoner can still, can still take enter. advantage of it. Oh. Once your judgment has not been given in respect of your case, okay. then you can still take advantage of it. Okay. Let's, let, let's, let's wrap it up with um, Ladder Institute. I mean, you guys are from the Ladder Institute. Let's talk, about, let's talk more about that and why you are interested in this subject of, of plea bargain as we wrap it up. Okay, so Ladder Institute is a not-for-profit organization. Okay. We are dedicated to develop, shape, and promote uh, legislation or law in general for development. Okay. We believe that if we are able to have appropriate laws in place and we are able to implement them correctly or appropriately, definitely development will come naturally. So we feel that it is the stage we need to set Mm. to see development in Africa in particular. And we do this through legal education give fundamental knowledge to people to understand them <coughs> at the very basic level be able to go about doing their work okay. we also uh, do capacity building for institutions uh, not too long ago we did considerable training for police prosecutors in particular for institutional capacity mm. and then uh, we also do advocacy 
for the marginalized and excluded uh, population. population but the most importantly, foundation is always in legislative development, okay. where we do audit and then find out whether there are gaps or there are deficiencies in the existing uh, policies, law, and legislation. And then we try to propose amendments. I see. So typically, if you find that an event has occurred and then uh, the problem is because there's no law or the law is not functioning, then we try to draw closer to see how we can use the law to mm -hmm. resolve mm -hmm. that situation. So it is in this area that we participate when, of course, uh, the battle came up and then the attorney general started the process. We became interested and then we signed cooperative agreement with the Bureau of the National Narcotics and Law Enforcement of the State Department, that is the INF, okay. who gives sponsorship to help uh, go through this process to I support see. the AG's office in this process mm. to the passage. So basically, we are just uh, interested parties supporting. And part of that agreement is to also ensure that everybody is aware the law is there, they can go for it. Yeah, so that great. it's not just enacted, but people <laughs> are not using it. Great. Basically, this is what brought us in. W wonderful. So that's, if people want to get in touch with, with you, how can they do so? Yeah, so uh, typically, the, uh, they can normally call our office mm -hmm. on our main line, which is 0302-522553. Okay. And then they can look us up also on the website, aladainstitute.org. Great. For more information. Thank you so, so much. It's been an insightful conversation. Insightful conversation. I had the uh, courage, uh, Sabagna, who is a legal consultant and lecturer at the University of Ghana School of Law. And I also had Marco Fori Amamfo, his CEO of the Lada Institute. We've been talking extensively about the plea bargain law, Act 1079. Act 1079, it's called the Plea Bargaining Law, or formerly called the Criminal and Other Offenses Procedure Amendment Act. Gentlemen, thank you so, so much for coming through. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a very snappy break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up and call it a morning. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pastor don't here and I bring you greetings from the church of Christ. Now don't let anyone say your business process is at its optimum productivity. Marketing competition is fiercer, customers are savvier and more demanding. So the document knowledge business solutions and the American partner SSNC Blue Prism is on Kickstarter 2020. To showcase their robotics process automation solution, it's a two-country event. The first one is happening in Accra on October 31, 9:30 a.m. at the Accra Marriott Hotel. Session one starts at 9:30, and we are looking at banking, financial services, and insurance. 
Session 2 at 1 p.m. focusing on public sector telco service providers and energy and utilities. And the other event is happening on November 3 at the Azalai Hotel in Abidjan, Ivory Coast. Now you can call 244 or email precious.a-pobi. Pobi spelled P-O-B-I-H at dkbsolutions.com. Now they invite every institution with an IT system in place or plans of an IT system to attend. Just as it did for this drive. Make us great and strong. Open global doors when you earn a quality American master's degree in international relations, business admin, or HR management. In just about 16 months, MBA students can choose a general MBA or specialize in either marketing, corporate finance, corporate comms, information technology management, cyber security, project management, or digital marketing. Admissions are also open for undergrad programs. Apply now and enroll for October intake and get up to 50% off tuition. Call 0540120849 or 0540120869 or visit webstar.edu.g8 for more info. Hi, that's our show for the morning. Many, many thanks for listening. This has been the City Breakfast Show. My name is Nathan Kwa. I sat in for Bernard Avlin. You heard Kokui Salome Hansen. You also heard um, Godfrey Akutu Boafu. Show produced by Fred Jabano, Caleb Kuda, and Godfrey Odum. He gave us help on technical.